the stars have aligned. The prophecy is foretold. Carlos Barantes and Osiris on episode 30 of the Ray Infinity Show. And by the way, this is episode 30. because and I, and I had to work hard all week to make sure that I would get to episode 30 so I could have both you guys on. Like, because literally, like, um, it was supposed to happen last week, but um, because things happened, I so we had to reschedule it, and so now I had to work this week to get to episode thirty instead, and I and I had to just grind out podcasts just so I could get to it, and so like, all right, Osiris, can we start out with um, how do you affiliate? What is your political affiliation, man? What is good? I have a channel called Stuck in the Middle. It's hard to describe. I always say I'm somewhere in between Steve Bannon. And Jimmy Dore. So I like to uh, label myself a populist, and I I respect people on the populist left and right. That's why I labeled myself stuck in the middle. You'd probably say I'm a little bit more right right now than left on the populist side, but I love them all. All right. And Carlos, can you uh, explain what your political affiliation is, please? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, conservative, uh, Republican. Um, I would say due to uh, the lack of knowledge that I have in in politics, um, I didn't I didn't really know a whole lot. But uh, but based on my religious background, right, the conservative one represents the values that I hold near and dear. So that's where I'm, I'm at. Yeah, and also I too consider myself to be a conservative. Like I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual. So like I believe in God and in, I believe in the Bible, but I wouldn't consider myself religious though. Because like there are certain practices that, I, in my view, that religion takes a little too far. But that's just my view on that. All right. So basically, like um, how I wanted to start out this show is like um, the first one that I wanted to like talk about was um, socialism. Like we'll say because I want to save the Roe v. Wade thing for last because that's going to be the main one we're out. We're going to go deep into that. Like um, mm -hmm. yeah. And basically, like the the main reason I wanted to talk about socialism is because Osiris like. Was it last week when you did that collab with um? Who are those people again on that channel? Yes, I was on with the populist populist left channel, Jen Perlman, and Peter um, Hager. So we were talking about all kinds of populist left issues. Yeah. Yeah, and basically, like, um, I was actually commenting on 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 in the comment section on that video, and like, I was actually getting into arguments with them, their fans, because most of their fans, at least from how I take it, are more would you consider left or left leaning, I should say. And, um, and I, and just got, and, uh, the people there, uh, what were their names again? I, I just forgot their names. Oh, that's right. Jen, uh, it's Jen, Jen Perlman. Yeah. She actually ran for, uh, Congress in Florida oh, previously. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. But, but yeah. And also like I was making a lot of comments and they were reading them and like, they, they talked, they were saying like, um, I'm not looking at this context or looking at it from this way. And like, and, and you agreed with them on some things, you disagreed with them on other things when you're talking about socialism. But like, I want to like ex go deeper into that. Like, I want to get your perspective on that. And maybe, and the, and I brought Carlos on because maybe he can bring in, he can add like another perspective to that. So we can all like find some common ground here. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, you can go. Yeah, ahead. I can talk on. Yeah, I can talk on the socialism. I mean, you can go very deep into socialism and and, you know, what is it really? But I actually look at it as socialism is a marketing tool to get people to celebrate dictatorship. If you're if you're into full socialism, that's really what it is. It's a way to sell a dictatorship as a good thing. Historically, and Ray, you probably know better than me. I'm not aware of a large company that had a, a large country that had socialism that wasn't ran by a dictator. 
Yeah. Um, one of the things that the left usually points out to when socialism, they talk about Sweden in a lot of ways because they say Sweden is a socialist country. Well, that's not true if you look at it. I mean, there was a time where they were more, considered more socialist. That was back in the 70s and 80s. But like things got so bad that even the socialists complained about it. And like they literally started to privatize everything. Like it started with the railroad industry. Then it started with healthcare, education. And then it just went so on and so on. And like socialism to me, like it had, like the left today, they could, they say capitalism is, is evil and racist and stuff like that. And that socialism is the way of the future. And that's where we need to go. Well, I, I don't think that's a good idea because like um, there has not been one single socialist country or economy or whatever you want to call it that has succeeded and at least it's succeeded for a time where it's sustainable. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. You could go. No, you can go. One of you guys can. Uh, yeah. It's, as Sweden as the example, I think Bernie's used Sweden before. They do some redistribution of wealth. But they're not a socialist country by any means. They're, they've fully embraced capitalism. I'm, I even agree with some socialists. You would, you know, I'm for universal basic income. Nobody has convinced me yet that it's a bad idea. Um, just to be clear, it would, it would replace. We're already redistributing wealth with welfare to individuals and companies. I would take that away and say every citizen gets a check and that's it. But that's a so the reason I bring that up. That's a socialist idea. But I, you would never call me a socialist. I'm more liber, more libertarian. I agree with that, Carlos. Do you mind chiming in? Yeah, as uh, this is interesting because I don't favor socialism at all. Uh, I have a Cuban background. My mother's Cuba. She ex escaped communism, and realistically, communism derived from socialism. Uh, my wife right now is Venezuelan, and we all know that Venezuela is a socialist country. And so the horrors that both my, uh, my family members or all of my family members from the Cuban side have expressed and lived through, I would not want that for any country. And once you start to socialize a particular country and you give the government that type of power, there's really nothing to stop them from becoming a dictatorship. Yeah. Well, my, my view on socialism is... Um... I'm like, I can't necessarily say that it's pure evil because like um, you can't say exactly anything is pure evil because like, who knows? This could for some, even though, even though it's never worked, there's never been a time where it has worked or it's never been proven evil. But um, like you can have, in my view, you cannot have a capitalist element, a capitalist element in a socialist um, society, but you can have like some social elements in a capitalist society. Like we have some of them, like, um, like obviously like, to some people, you could say like the military or the, the police force or like even um, doctors and hospitals are social elements, which if you that in, in a lot of ways, it is social elements. But like it's not like a full on social society. And like um, adding again what you said to universal basic income, like um, you said that um, we, we practically have a lot more other social elements like the welfare state. My view on the welfare state is like um. It has benefits. Like I agree. Like um, if you're a veteran and like you serve this country, like and you, you should be allowed to, you should be paid. Like because you you served the country, you defended it. So I think you should. Also, if you're like um an elder person, like you cannot work, I think you should be entitled to have some money hand given to you. Or like if you're like 
got severe a severe disability like mental a severe mental illness and, and i'm talking about a mental illness like that's so severe that you cannot even um work in society that's how i view it. now simple mental illness no 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 because like so many people have like minor mental mental illnesses but they can still work but like the vast majority of them do not have it and i believe like um if you have like something minor then yes i think you should be allowed to yeah you can go yeah you know here's where i i think that the reason why i like going on there's there's certain people on the left who i respect they're they're based in truth even if we disagree and that's why i like jen perlman going on to that show what i see is i think we're talking through each other the way that a lot of these younger generations people they use socialism and communism all they mean they're kind of rebranding it as like this cool thing this cool version of populism they're 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 rebranding it as socialism how it's never existed in the history of the world and i think that's fine like i like libertarian ideas and i don't think there's been any large uh, country that's ever done you know been full libertarian or a large body of land so yeah. I think you can chase. They're they're chasing a utopia. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah and, I, oh, you can go, yeah. Carlos. No, I was gonna say that that's correct, uh, Osiris. I think they are ch- chasing a utopia because on paper it sounds nice. Nobody's gonna be poor, right? And, and 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 who wouldn't want to end poverty, right? But the reality of it is the application of it is unrealistic. I mean, you, I mean, it, it's just not real because there's different degrees of jobs. Right. You're not you're never you're not, not going to pay, a, a you know, a, let's say a fast food uh, person the same as a doctor. Right. Yes. The level of, of, of study and dedication and so on is far greater. That's why they make so much more. Now, what I do think is uh, what's driving in part socialism is also is the unfair aspects of capitalism. I am a capitalist. And let's be real. No system is perfect. There's yes. always flaws in it. And so on and so forth. And I think what what a lot of this new generation does is they focus on those flaws and it's the victim mentality. Oh, woe is me type of thing. And that's kind of what drives socialism. I'll give you one quick example of the wrongs of capitalism. Um, For example, in something really simplistic, if you go to the movie theater, right, if you take a child, they pay a child fee, which is a lesser, uh, a smaller fee than an adult, right? But if you take a teenager, a teenager is not an adult, yet they still pay an adult fee. And so some people look at that and goes, wow, that's really unfair. And you can apply that in an airplane. You can apply that at an amusement park, right? And so those types of unfair practices, and again, those are just a simple example, sometimes drives that, well, that's not fair, and we should all be the same, and we should all have the same amount, and, and so on and so forth. Yeah, yeah. And, and like I actually agree with you on that because, like, when they when the leftists say that they will like take money from um from some people and just give it to the others like when they they usually go to the like the top one percent but like if you look at how socialism would function there's no way they would just take from the top one percent there's no way they would take from people like us too to just give it to other people like even people that are just below us because i actually because i'm the three of us i believe are middle class citizens so like i do not believe like money from like us should go to even the lower class too I don't think that I don't think that because like if you're trying to make that by that means you're trying to make someone better like um to try to be equal as you well 
I believe that everyone should like get, be given an opportunity to do that, but they should not be like handed it like free freely. But well, it's, here, here's the dark side about socialism that nobody ever mentions. Socialism doesn't really impact the rich. Think about it this way. There's rich people right now in Cuba. There's rich people right now in, in Venezuela. They are untouched by the things that are going. Why? Because they work in unison with the corruption of the government. Yes. And so the, the rich never get impacted the way that, that these people who support socialism think. My wife showed me a video a couple of months back of an island in Venezuela, and I can't, I can't recall the name of the island. But I, and honestly, I, I didn't, I, it looked like I was watching something here in Florida, to be honest with you. There were yachts, party, they had the reggaeton going on. There were servers, uh, you know, with drinks, and it looked like like high class society. And and she goes, these are people that are involved with the government. It's a different Venezuela than the normal middle class or the poor. Yeah, yeah. You you know who chased these younger the younger generation to socialism? It was Obama with the TARP bailout. Oh yeah. He he went ahead. Um, they, p- young people saw their parents, family members get foreclosed on their homes, and Obama literally bailed, up, bailed out the banks. That's where we got the, in my opinion, the too big to fail concept was born. And then now we saw this again with the pandemic. We're seeing the haves and the have-nots, the essential workers, the non, yeah. and then people are just like, you know what, capitalism sucks. If you say capitalism sucks, where are you going to go? Yeah. Like libertarian, <laughs> well, the, the idea of libertarianism is very difficult because you have to educate yourself. The idea is you are in charge of everything. So if you don't know anything, then you're going to be like, whoa. But socialism's like you have fun. Everybody makes the same, you know, they sell you this dream that's, in my opinion, pretty much impossible to reach. And that's where all of our young people are now. They hate capitalism. And, yeah. and I have to agree. I have to agree with you with that Obama uh, line um, because he did catch me for like about I would say five minutes with his "Let's tax the rich." Um, it was during his second term or, or get, getting ready to go into his second term, and he caught me for a minute. And I was like, "Yeah, you know what? The rich do need to pay their fair share." And then as I'm as I'm getting on the on ramp to I ninety five, I'm like, "You know what? I've been working in finance since nineteen ninety nine. I've worked in different departments throughout the industry." And uh, I've never seen or been in a room where the rich people are okay with the numbers going down. They'll find a way to make those numbers go up. So if they lose, let's say $5 million because of taxes or whatever, there's two easy ways to make up for that. Either A, you increase the prices to the products and the services that you provide, or B, you lay off some people. Those are the two quickest ways to to, to do that. Yeah, and like um, this past, like, year or so we've been seeing a lot of people get laid off and like a whole lot of people even at my well not i don't think at my job but i know of a, 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 a friends who work at other places who've had like a lot of their friends and co-workers laid off just because like of the inflation in, in situation but it, but it, it's it's multi-purpose because of the fact that if you raise taxes let's say you're a company and you have the means to move if it's astronomical if it's going to cost yeah. you a lot in the long run you're going to move to a place where the taxes are less Right. Yeah. I mean, that's just, just common sense. The other part of it is that when you when you tax the rich, let's say you guys yourselves. OK, if you guys are a, a, an owner of a property and you're renting it and your taxes go or your property taxes go up, well, you're not going to pay for that out of your own pocket. You're going to raise the rent. That's just common sense, common math. 
Yeah. Yeah. And all, and also like um, when Trump got back into office, like one of the major tax breaks that he did was not just um, he gave corporations like a little less to pay, but he also got rid of the, I believe he got rid of the death tax. I believe like um, once your relative dies, like um, your, their family does not have to pay any taxes. I believe that was also part of his plan as well. But because uh, if you, if you are, if you have a relative that died, there's no reason you should have to pay taxes because of that. No, 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 no. Yeah, like it's even, crazy. Even the most capitalist person would agree with that. Listen, I, yeah, think, that... I think we get taxed too much. Oh, yeah. uh, and the amount of money that gets sent overseas is absolutely absurd. We have a lot of needs in this country. We have people. We have homeless. We have sick. We have orphans. We have veterans. We have etc. We need to everybody on our in our country, every U.S. citizen should be at 100 percent before we send any money anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And thank God we have Rand Paul who shut down that Ukraine stuff, that 40 billion to Ukraine. Now, yeah, before we get to that, I do yeah. want to say I don't know I, the, a lot of people who are into socialism or communism. They don't seem to understand economics well. Have no. you come across like I, maybe it's just me, anyone who, who is very knowledgeable. I'm, I'm not the most knowledgeable, but I'm knowledgeable enough. They're they're never socialist. No. Listen, the, dem the Democratic base as a whole is not socialist, right? No. Those are the left-wing no, 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 no. jobs. And the no, reason no. we can tell that is two things. So in 2016, I don't agree with Bernie Sanders, but Bernie Sanders has been Bernie Sanders yeah. far back as he's been in politics, right? Mm. He hasn't changed. Yeah, completely so agree. He was in a strong second place against Hillary Clinton. And what happened? They flipped the switch. Hillary oh. Clinton got nominated, and they stole the election from him. Super, super delegate. Oh yeah. Same thing happens in 2020. He's he's actually in first place. Joe Biden is in second place prior to Super mm -hmm. Tuesday, right? And all of these other people they start to drop out all of a sudden. Even yeah. Pete Buttigieg, who was in a close third, and then here comes Super mm -hmm. Tuesday, and Joe Biden is suddenly in first place, and he takes it on after. Why? Yeah. Because Democrats don't like socialism. The base of it does not like socialism. No, oh, yeah. absolutely. And, and, no, and also. Remember the, the the embarrassment that Iowa, the, the Democratic Iowa um, um, primary was, and being from Iowa, that was embarrassing as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was they, they have a weird way of doing it. But um, you mentioned well, Rand Paul, though. Yeah. You mentioned Rand Paul. I can't ignore yeah. that because I was so hyped. But here's why I was hyped, though, because stopping the bill doesn't really mean much. They're, they're going to pass it. The beauty of it was, he said, "I'll I'll do the bill." So they can't call him some Putin stooge. He was like, I'll do the bill, even though I don't think he really wanted to do the bill. He said, I'll do the bill. I have one, just one request. We track the money. <laughs> and then they said, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. That's, 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 that's exactly what happened. And then yeah. all of a sudden they said, no, 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 we can't do that. Now everybody, even those who won't admit it, know that, that just basically it almost proves corruption. Imagine, uh, before I let you go, imagine if you hired somebody to do work on your house and they said it would be 40000 You said, okay, I'll do it. I'll just have to track the money. And they said, no. You tell them to get the hell out of here. I'm going to oh, find somebody yeah. else. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, I would literally tell them to go F off. So, mm. yeah. But if, if, like, why would, am I going like, to, if you can't track the money, what's the point of giving it to them? But listen, we, we, know, we know the Ukrainian government is corrupt massively yeah. corrupt we saw what they did with hunter biden 
right? With Jill, oh. right? And 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 hey, and he was he was boasting about it, right? He he said, hey, if you don't fire this guy, you ain't gonna get the aid, right? And and so oh, yeah. we know that they're massively corrupt. So this doesn't come as a surprise to us. Yeah, and especially with all the corrupt the stuff that was found on the laptop. We'll just <laughs> leave it at that. Here, here's what makes me sick. Here's what makes me sick is that it's bipartisan. It's both Democrats and Republicans that are signing up for this. $40 billion while we've got inflation through the roof, gas prices are sky high, and we got a baby formula shortage, which I'm directly impacted since I have a newborn. Yeah. Tell us about that. How has that impacted you? Well, thankfully, here in the state of Florida, it, uh, I think production is down only 44% or something like that. So it's scarce. I've been able to find, and thankfully, I posted it on my Facebook page, and I've had friends and family pick up boxes for me and, uh, and, and give me links and also provide articles on substitutes in the event that we run out. Right now, I think we're good for the next two weeks, depending on Ooh, how much my daughter long. drinks. Yeah. But, oh, but it's, I mean, dude, I, I've... I've never seen this in 43 years of my life living in this country. Never. Insane. Yeah. yeah it, I just like looking at all these shortages at like these supermarkets, because I, I have to go to one every day, pretty much every day, I should say. And like um, when you look at the shelves, how empty it is. And then I go back and look at the videos of, like from Venezuela. Like, um, like I saw these videos like um, there's nothing on the shelves. Like there's only one thing that's on the shelf. Well, I should say there's like one container of things. It's just one. It's just one pack of package of meat, and the meat. And there's not much in there. And literally, people are just with their carts grabbing one. And if they and like people were just fighting each other over for over. Like literally, that's where we're co- coming to right now. Listen, and and this goes back to and and this is something that I've had this view since I was a teenager. So it's not not all all of a sudden that I'm, uh, you know, Trump or whatever the case may be. This has been my my thing since a teenager. Why are we outsourcing jobs? Because I always thought to myself. Every job that we outsource, that means one of my fellow Americans loses a job or doesn't yeah. have one. Oh, yeah. And you know, yeah, you know who used to support that was Bernie Sanders. He would, in 2016, Bernie would have supported that statement. Now he does not. Now he's for yeah. open borders. Yeah, well, I don't think he really has much of a choice, but he has to go along with them. Like that, yeah. like, and like um, if, he, if he didn't, he would end up like Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema. Listen, I'm, I'm old enough to remember when Bill Clinton gave one of the State of the Union addresses and he said illegal immigration helps uh, hurts America and hurts yeah. Americans. Both sides of the aisle stood up and clapped. I remember that. I think I was about 14 years yeah. old. Yeah, I actually you know? saw that video that earlier today. I saw that, that video changed. today. Yeah, that changed yeah, after it, Obama's second term. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, with the baby formula, Joe Biden is getting left off. He's getting... Um, off the hook here left off the hook for it this has been going for months going on for months yeah he was he was acting he made a comment something like i'm not a mind reader or something like that did you hear that yes that's not Uh, yeah yeah there were there were articles written about the the decrease in baby formula supply in january correct and i haven't heard them talk about it since recently so it's just another thing where it makes me wonder because they're monitoring us on YouTube and they're monitoring parents at school board meetings. They, the FDA was involved in this. So there, something yeah. is fishy. This is not, it, this is not incompetence to me. Yeah. Not only that, but uh, one of the GOP lawmakers, I saw a video, I, her name escaped me, but uh, she was sent uh, images from border patrol showing that, Hey, they've got plenty of formula down there. Yeah. 
Oh, they all sent pallets. They coming in. Oh, no, they sent they sent a, a like a, a shit ton of trucks just down there to Texas. Crazy. Think about that, and and it's exactly what this administration is is looking like. And we knew it. I mean, it's not a surprise if you were paying attention politically. It's it's America last. Yeah, like 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 obviously when Trump came in, he says we're going to start returning power back to the people. Like. At that time, I was blue-pilled. Like, I've told Osiris this before. I don't think I've told you that before, Carlos. But um, I was blue-pilled beforehand. And mm-hmm. I, it wasn't until 2020 and 2021 when I got red-pilled. And, like, um, like, and when that happened and I, and I saw, like, um, uh, us, the people, we're starting to lose power. All this is going up to all these corporations in China. Like, okay, I, I'm starting to see your corruption now. Like, um, you're, you clearly have something, some bias going on. Like, someone is pulling the strings right here. Oh yeah, 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 same here. Yeah, yeah, Carlos. I believe you told me um, when I when I had you on last time that you've always been a conservative because that's how your parents raised you. From an ideology standpoint, yes. If you look at the demographics, most uh, Hispanics from Latin uh, South America specifically have conservative and traditional values. So, from an ideological standpoint, yes. However. I grew up with the notion that Republicans are racist and they're only for white people and Democrats are for minorities only. And so I have to, by default, be a Democrat. Uh, I was too young, too ignorant to get involved in politics. I didn't get involved until after I became a Christian from from an atheist. And um, and so when I started to look at what what side represents what. Based on my views, uh, I, I said I, I can't be a Democrat. You know, therefore, mm-hmm. certain things that I don't agree with. So how can I say that I'm I'm a Democrat? So by default, I became a, a Republican. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. like, yeah, and my red pill moment took on um, the entire of 2020 and like until like until January 6. Like um, as 2020 was going on, because going into it, I was a liberal, and like I started actually look doing some more research because. I'll be honest, as a liberal, I, when I was, I didn't do a whole lot of research. I'll, I'm, I'll fully admit that. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, um, I started to watch to, to watch a bunch of these podcast hosts. I've told you both who a lot of them were already. But that aside, and, like, I started getting introduced to a lot of these people, like, not just conservatives people, but, like, other libertarian-like people. Someone like Brett Weinstein, who is a libertarian. Or, like, um, Jordan Peterson, who is a conservative. And, like, I started to look at their ideology and, like, I'm, I don't think my ideology right here is consistent in any ways. And then when January 6th came around, and I saw how the media was, was misrepresenting this, saying it was like a bunch of Trump supporters attacking the Capitol when we know that, and then we, we know that um, Trump did not incite this, this, this riot. And we found out that it was a bunch of Antifa thugs and a bunch of federal agents that were doing this. And so like after January 6th, that was it. I became a conservative. Because in 20, beforehand, I became a libertarian. And then I became a conservative after January 6th. Yeah, my story is kind of similar. It was the George Floyd situation. And people just, it almost felt like at a snap of a finger, people got activated. And people that I've known for a long time, and I think they have good hearts, just fell for this trap of this Black Lives Matter. The whole movement from the top down was nothing more than a campaign rally to get Joe Biden in office on the backs of dead black people. And uh, it didn't make any sense. And that's really, and then remember everyone was locked down. And at that time it was like, you can't, 
Yeah, at that time it was like you can't go outside. And then all of a sudden they came outside and rioted. Yeah. And nobody said anything. <laughs> <that. laughs> yeah. I'm like, wait yeah. a second. What's going uh, here, on here? And that's here, when here. critical race theory ramped up too. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're absolutely right. And here's the interesting what the media does regarding race and skin color and all that stuff. I was aware of it from my late teens. I used to see in the newspaper or on uh, in reports, they always emphasized skin color when it was beneficial to create division, right? It was white officer on black suspect. It You never heard any, you never heard the Latino, Hispanic, you never heard of a black cop on anybody else. Even if it was black on Hispanic or Hispanic on black, it was only white on black. And I said, wow, that's pretty divisive. And I even tested that out with my kids when they were pretty young. I, I said, guys, what do you guys think about this? If I say white man shoots black guy, what do you guys think? They go racist. Okay. Oh yeah. What if yeah. I go? What if I go? Officer shoots criminal suspect. Oh, law, justice. Yeah. And so they're they're and so it was really interesting and 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 I, I I've seen that since I was a, like I said a teenager and it's just further emphasized as the time has progressed. Yeah. Like. Like, 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 literally, like, um, not all of us have been like been taught this like um premeditated thing. Like, um, all all white people. Well, I wasn't taught that as a kid, but like, I was taught like most white people are bad. Something, something like that. Like, all black people are like good. Like, that's how I was taught in school. Like, um, I because I remember like being taught like all this black history and being half black. I actually like being taught some of that history. But then, like, um, at, and and then. But because back then, like in the early 2000s, like um, I, I was it, it was odd, like it was different from what it is right, right now is what I'm trying to say. It was different, yeah. like at, but because it wasn't radical, it wasn't these left wingers. It was liberals. But now it's all these left wingers that are indoctrinating our kids. Listen, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Uh, this this current age that we live in is a twilight zone for me. I, I wake up <laughs> almost every day and I feel like it's twilight zone. Why? Because oh, yeah. I didn't grow up at a time, and I was born 78, right? I grew up in the 80s into the 90s, my teenage years. I didn't grow up with race this and race that and, and so on. I, 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 I grew up in, 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 in a very poor neighborhood, Passaic, New Jersey. It's a ghetto, right? Yeah. And it was split between Hispanics and Blacks. Yeah. I, I, it, there was no emphasis. I mean, are, were there cases of racism in between those of course but the community as a whole was not it, it, it's just yeah. absurd and this feels really alien when when race is the focal point of just about everything yeah yeah oh i see that i see this is a good comment this person wrote as a catholic latino i feel the most racist people in the world are white liberals they believe they need to liberate me from my own religion because it was brought by the spanish empire which that is 100 percent correct right there a hundred percent correct. Great comment. Yeah, I believe this is Jinra. Jinra, like, yeah, yeah. This person has actually been a loyal subscriber to me. So, yeah, thank you for the comment. Comment. And so, and yeah. so, and but, but yeah, literally, like, if you look at the who's at who's the if there's anyone that's racist, it's liberals. Well, okay, my my mistake. It's not. I don't think it's white liberals. It's white leftists. That's what I should say. I'll rephrase that because, like. The definition of liberalism is like a free, open society. And like the definition of leftism, in my view, I've said this before, it's like left-handed Satanism. I, I will, I'll, disagree. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll disagree with the white leftist. I think it's anybody that's leftist because, I mean, the first time I got called racist was 2015. 
It was by a, a black leftist, and he said, mm-hmm. you don't like Obama because he's black, implying that I'm a racist, right? And I said, well, wait a minute, because I'm voting for Dr. Ben Carson, none of your business, but last mm-hmm. time I also checked, he's black, so how does my racism work there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you're so that, well, it's probably because you're well, doing some sort of privilege thing. Who knows? Yeah, the, yeah. the critical theory is, is definitely ramped up after post-Trump. And I think it's been a, it's been the most useful tool, and I think that's a tool actually to bring down our country. I said in a recent video, I think our country is becoming a big slave ship, and I mean that by our mentality. We've become slaves to this uh, theory of white supremacy. It's basically neo-Marxism. It's the same thing as class Marxism, but you t- switch class with race. And the, the accusations of racism never touch the elites in the right areas like Nancy Pelosi. I've never heard anyone call her a white supremacist. But if you're a Trump supporter, you automatically are. Same. I've never even heard Joe Biden asked. Why, why wouldn't the press corps ask uh, Mr. President, do you have white p- privilege? I've never heard that. Maybe they have. Are you a white supremacist? Oh, they no. They so that you can tell. So you can oh. tell who controls the religion by who doesn't get questioned. Well, if, if well, and by the way, I can actually make an argument that Biden is a racist. Because, like, did you guys see the video of, like, um, the in February after he got um, elected and got, supposedly got elected, we'll just leave it that there, but, like, was in office in that fe- the February. He literally, no joke, you can look this up right now if you want. He actually said the N-word on live television. He actually did that. And the media didn't touch it. They didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has a heck of a that. past. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. He I, um the famous um roaches on my leg. I don't know if you guys saw that one. That was one of his worst ones. Oh, they're gonna put you back in chains. He called Cedric Richmond a boy. He's uh he's always been a Dixiecrat. He's always been cool with the Southern Democrats. They they boosted him up back in the day um, when he first got into D.C. Um, and he he's always loved him. He's a very interesting figure. He said, "You ain't black if you don't vote for me." Um, yeah. And never never questioned like the head of critical race theory, Nicole Hannah Jones, Dr. Ibram X. Kendi. They're the number ones. They never I've never heard them question Joe Biden in any type of uh, significant way. So it's all it's a scheme. It's a very powerful one because if you question it, by definition, you're racist and they don't even consider me black. So you said Ben Carson, they don't consider literally. They literally yeah. do not consider him black for because of social reasons. And and like speaking of like Ben Carson, like um I have uh I have a couple friends and even some family, I won't say who, but um they 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 are they are so le- they are very left. They think Trump is a racist because most of my family is liberal and stuff like that. That that's just how it is. And like um they and like they said, I'm and I'm gonna be saying this, he doesn't have anyone in anyone that's black in his cabinet. Well, then they question for a second. Oh, then there's one. Okay, why do you need more than that? Shouldn't it just be about like if you're qualified for this, have have that, have the best person qualified? Because like this is a this like this is a decision that affects all of us. Like, wouldn't you want the best person in, regardless of what their skin color or their ethnicity is? I would. Yeah, do you, I don't know if you saw how uh, Karine Jean Pierre got introduced by Jen Psaki, the new press secretary. She brings her up on the stage and she says, hey, this is my good friend. And let me start with she's a black woman and a member of LGBT. 
and that's demeaning. It's insulting. I don't know. You can see it on their faces. They're not. It, it looked so awkward. They're just acting. And then she got into some of her qualifications, but um, that's where we are right now. And it's hard to break people from this thing. It's really yeah. hard. Yeah, pretty similar to when Kamanji was. How do you say her name? Kamanji Brown Jackson. I, I, I forgot how you Ketanji. say her first name. Kataji. Kataji. Like, yep. mm -hmm. Yeah, basically, like um, when she was um during her hearings for the Supreme Court, literally all all the Democrats outside of Joe Manchin were saying like, "Oh, this is the first black woman that that is um nominated to the Supreme Court," which is a lie because if you did if they did research, they would know that um George, even though I don't like George Bush, but he actually had nominated a black woman to the Supreme Court. He, that's a fact. So, yeah. And like literally the only reason she got confirmed was because she was black. That's the only reason. Like um, some things I cannot say on this channel because I do not want this video getting taken down. But you know what I'm referring to with um, the people mm -hmm. that she did gave light sentences to. So, yeah. Yep. So, so Osiris, uh, I, I really like what you said. It is degrading and demeaning. I would hate for somebody to say, hey, we're going to give you this job because me. We just need to fill a Hispanic role in here and you fit the bill. So you're not going to look at my qualifications, my hard work, the fact that I'm intelligent, the fact that I'm professional, the fact that I'm skilled for it. You're not going to look at any of that. You're just looking at the fact that you need to fill a number. That to me is insulting personally. Yeah. yeah, and it should be. And what it is is there's um, this kind of ties into the ESG. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with it, the Environmental Social Governance it's, it's basically a social credit score for businesses. And what they do is, is you are now divided. I don't know if you've seen the full acronym for LGBTQ. The full acronym is unbelievable. Are you guys familiar with that? No. I, I don't think let me, let me, I don't think let me, do. let me read it. Let me read off the full acronym for you. The full, all of the letters. It's LGBTQQIP2S. AA, and that might be an old one. I think there's a plus on the end. But my point is, yeah, but my point is, it includes everyone in the world right now, because you can be an ally. One of those A's is ally. So I'm a, you know, I'm a straight black men, man to them, but I can still be LGBTQAA because I can be, I'm an ally to you. And my point is, it includes everybody in the world except for the populist right. If you are Trump, if you are MAGA, it's not even about Trump anymore. It's about the I'm, populist I'm right. Like, yeah, he's ultra. See, that hat now, it represents defiance to the corporate elite. He is not, he could be, you know, I could put on a MAGA hat and be gay. I am not LGBTQ. There's no one that they acknowledge in that group. So my point is when they bring her up to the stage, career John Pierre, they're saying, hey, she's in the club. She's yeah. not MAGA. She's not some crazy wackadoo. You know, before I was, I was blue-pilled like you, Ray. And yeah. the way they talked about Steve Bannon, I thought he was some racist guy with a hood. You know, I thought he was like racist. <laughs> and then I started listening to him. I was like, this dude's brilliant. I mean, he's, you know, everybody has their quirks, but he's definitely, I'm not seeing anything racist here. And that was a red pill moment for me too. It was like right around Trump was running is when his name started coming up. But that's what they do is like you're either in the establishment the corporate elites or you're not yeah look, look, look i mean this isn't anything new the democrats have been doing this for quite some time they have the practice at it right they're perfecting it i mean we could see what happened when john mccain when he ran what did they do they called him a racist right 
then then um, Mitt Romney runs and they call him a sexist. Those are the two easiest cards that the Democrats play, and it's their go-to playbook each and every time. Suddenly, because they were anti-Trumpers, then they became heroes to the left. They were no longer racist and they were no longer sexist. As long yep. as it's advantageous to them, they will use that card. Oh, yeah. Yep. Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney's right oh. up there. At, you know, yeah, it's crazy. Bush is really, he was, I mean, the, he's accepted. He's on mainstream um, leftist type channels now. They're, it's all one club. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. And speaking of Lynn, uh, Liz Cheney, this is just some joke I heard beforehand. I'm just, I'm going to get, I'm going to say this right now then so we can get back to the conversation. One of the jokes is the joke is like, um, I'll tell you what's not safe going hunting with Dick Cheney. <laughs> <laughs> Dick Cheney I, I, just, man. I, I just had to say that cause that was too funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, every time I see Liz Cheney, I, I, she looks so much like she, or I guess she does her mannerisms remind me of her dad. Oh, so no. that's why I can't. I always think of Dick Cheney when I see her. Oh, she's on the January sixth um, commission. Oh, she's... Yeah, I believe she. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she so, is. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it, that's, debate... that's in order to make it seem bipartisan. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Like if she she is like um probably the main rhino. I would say she's even more of a rhino than Mitt Romney is. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. You can make an argument for that one. Because at least Mitt, at least Mitt Romney didn't vote to end the filibuster. At least you got to admit that part. That's the only thing I'll give. Oh yeah, she's way worse than Mitt. She's being used as a weapon, but uh, thankfully, yeah. I think her time is going to be winding down. Hopefully. And plus, um, and plus, she's in Wyoming, and Wyoming is the most red state in the entire country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that that the J six committee is illegitimate. Uh, oh yeah, McCarthy. McCarthy, who did he, he um, had Jim uh, Jim Jordan and others yeah. that he was yeah. going to put on there. And typically with the committees, you have to put on whoever the minority leader wants on them. And and Nancy Pelosi said no. It should be it should be illegitimate. And for Congress, a committee in Congress should only be doing legislation. Period. Yeah. Yeah. So you, yeah. any type of hearing committee should be for laws. I don't want them to do any new laws. They're already messing stuff up. But obviously, this isn't about making law. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. To, to, to be quite frank, I, a lot of problems are not going to get solved because Congress has way too much power. Oh, we need yeah. congressional reform. We need term limits. These people should not make more than right. the average of their constituents. Yeah. These guys are giving themselves raises left and right, and it's not right. Yeah. Meanwhile, their constituents are struggling. Uh, the other thing is they like to play politics when it comes to, like, uh, government shutdown. And so what they do is they force people's hand to, to approve these ridiculous bills. They need to be split between domestic and international. We want to see what's going mm. where. Yeah. These mm, people should also not be allowed – they should not be allowed to be doing stock exchange. And uh, you go into public office, you got to stop all that stuff. Your oh, salary, yeah. your salary, and that's it. There's a bunch and, of things that we need for to actually have fixes because these people have way too much power. And term oh, limits is a start. Yeah, and back to like the January 6th committee. Like um, before it was created, like um, the they the the House um voted to approve a committee, then it got shut down in the Senate because of the filibuster. But then all of a sudden the House just started this this um independent commission. So it, they, what was the point of, of pointing putting it through the Senate then? You're wasting tax dollars mm. because like all these bills, like that when they get passed, they use tax dollars to, to fund, start funding all of this stuff. So, so yeah. Oh yeah. 
Of course they do. Government spending is the thing. Listen, when we talk about like uh, inflation and this and the economy and that, and hey, we need more tech. Listen, they're spending money like it's water and it's not their money. It's our money, right? And so instead of doing all these different things that really don't work, what we really should be talking about is less government spending. These folks are not balancing the budget. I mean, what job do you know where you can spend more than what you make and still keep it? I don't know any. Yeah, like it makes you wonder where all this money comes from because like, um, because literally all it, it gets printed out from the Federal Reserve. And like all these elites in like in like Hollywood and like at the very top people as well, they're actually the ones that control the Federal Reserve. And they say, oh, print this amount of money because literally it's not these politicians that are deciding to print this because like it's these high people in these high positions and also these lobbyists, too, that are deciding, hey, you print money, you do what we say end of story. That's literally what happens. Yeah, I don't know if you saw the story that uh, the House they're going to give the representatives uh, free Peloton memberships paid by taxpayers up to $120,000 a month. These are millionaires. Up, up, yeah, it's 10, it's um, 10,000 up front, $10 per person. So there's going to be a max of 120,000. No, no, not per person for the whole, for all of them. But as you said, going through inflation, you, you can't, you, you already know, you only know you have baby formula for two weeks and they're, in the house with they're millionaires they're most of them are millionaires their salary is well well off enough for them to afford peloton if they want but they're taking our task taxpayer money and they're just laughing at us with Uh, it absolutely i'm sure that if if nancy pelosi had a newborn in her house she'd show us the expensive fridge full of baby formula like she did with the ice cream yeah like i believe i believe i believe each pint of that ice cream was like 15 or 25 dollars each i believe that's what it was Hey, where do you, where are you getting that ice cream? Because I want some. Yeah, she flipped. That's nothing for her, man. Her and Paul. Paul is a beast with yeah. the stock. <laughs> with her, like, her. They literally broke the law when they bought that Tesla stock before Biden signed that electric car bill. That, and that was illegal. But, yeah, who's going to? You know, there's always laws for the Democrats and there's laws for everybody else. Like. And and like um the D, and the DOJ obviously is not going to investigate that of course but literally <laughs> but literally they're trying to push the DOJ to investigate Trump for January sixth but um I know. and and like literally he did not incite that and plus like I've said and like um I rewatched my video with U.S. Cyrus last time uh, earlier today just to watch a little bit of it and I told you and I told you that um that uh, that basically like about the Manhattan thing with Trump. Like they literally shut the investigation down because they didn't have any evidence on it. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're trying. Yeah. Well, they're the ultimate end game is you saw what they tried to do with Madison Cawthorn and then Marjorie Taylor Greene. It's not done yet. They're going to keep on trying. They're sucking up the resources because Marjorie Taylor Greene, Trump are huge figures in the populist right, and they they'll try. They they want to remove them from ballot and disqualify them from running for office. Yeah, and like um, that would cause us. Cause- yeah. That would cause a civil war, though. I mean, there, oh, there's no. Oh, yeah. That's how serious yeah. that would be. Yeah. I don't yeah, want it to. I want peace. But if they did that, that would cause some chaos. Yeah. And I've told you both beforehand that I am a full on supporter of the national divorce because I believe that's our, where this goes, no matter what. So here's, the, here's yeah. the interesting part. And Osiris, maybe you can tell me your views on this. I, I unfortunately feel that our country's in bleak times. I, I feel that we, we've lost our country. 
what do I, what, let, let me elaborate on that. The illusion of democracy is not democracy, right? And we had Trump in office for four years and not one single prominent Democrat was investigated or held accountable. And yet how many times was a Republican, I mean, a Republican president was investigated multiple times and he was actually impeached, right? And so, and so we have all of these things happening. The DOJ, the FBI, the CIA are all in the pockets of the Democrats. So, so how do we get out of this slump? We don't have power even when we have power. Yeah, I think there are a select few. Uh, Marjorie, T- Marjorie Taylor Greene, I don't know how closely you follow her, but yeah, I do. Uh, she's, oh, a, yeah. she's a special politician, I think. She has the, the uncanny or the unusual combination of being a great marketer, um, being able to trend, but then also having good substance as far as policy. She wants to limit government. She wants to cut government spending. She doesn't want to do it in a way that hurts people. Um, she's... She wants to abolish the ATF. Uh, you would think the populist left would agree with that. She's anti-war. Yeah. Uh, she's she's right on. She's on point on many issues. My point yeah. is, she's leading a movement. Trump started it, but it's bigger than him. Yeah. And I think that that it will take generations, but I think that movement can do something. This is not the Tea Party. This is way better than the Tea Party. Good. Oh yeah. So. We need a patriotic party. Yep, what, that's what, what this. I think this was. I think that's what this is. The America First, you know, yes. branding. Yeah. 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 Like, like, remember, like, um, right after Trump would left office, like, there, the media spread a lie saying that he was going to start a, a new party called the Patriot Party. That was actually a lie because they were trying to smear the, smear him. Because, like, it, it wouldn't make sense for me to, to for Trump to go start a new party. Because guess what? You would just divide up the vote, the conservative vote, and like we would Correct. never win again. We would never have Correct. any chance to. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Correct. And so, it, it would be nice because of the fact that we have so many corrupt, do nothing Republicans uh, and rhinos like in office, right? So it, it would be nice. But to your point, and I, I made that same statement myself. You would divide the party and ensure the, the Democrats' power for sure. Yeah. Well, my view yeah. is my view on parties is like um I look at like what George Washington said like. He, because when he got in office, he said that we should not be getting, we should not have any political parties, and we should not get involved in any foreign affairs. Like, um, because literally, like, and we failed that within ten years of after when he said that. So, like, if 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 we had listened to Washington right after that, imagine where our country would be today. Because like, we would be in a much better situation, and like, we wouldn't have been involved in all these wars where we lost, where we lost countless lives. Yeah. Well. The problem, George Washington would have been banned from social media if he were alive today. He would be silenced. Or even better yet, if Jesus was here right now, they would cancel him. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. You'd be, yeah, if you're not anti-racist, you're racist. So, absolutely. Jesus would be shunned. Um, a lot of people would be. But and here's yeah. what I, I think. I, ultimately, for us to win, though, I think we do have to build a bridge with those that we disagree with on certain things like the Jen Perlman's that we talk, I talked about. And actually, I want to go back through that interview. There's yes. a lot more that we agree on than yeah. we don't, I, don't, I think. We just didn't focus yeah. on it. But yeah. Um, yeah. I think we've got to build with non-corporate. There's people on the left. I, I care more, are you corporate or non-corporate? Like, are you tied into the big pharma or, mm. who, you know, the... 
the military industrial complex or whoever else, whatever interest, or are you just truly like a person for the people? Yeah. I think once we get the corporate stuff out of there in DC, even though we disagree, we people can figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Business should not be involved in government. I do not believe that. Cause like, um, like, like if you look in China right now, like, um, a lot of corporations, they pay 0% corporate tax, but here's the thing. They're involved in the government heavily. Like, oh, and, yeah. and like they follow everything the government does. Like literally, like they cannot literally, they cannot release a certain, any product without the government's approval. Literally. Like, I don't want that happening over here. Cause what if that starts happening? If that starts happening, then we're good. Just, what else are they going to limit for us? What else? Yep. Well, that's a, that's a yep. dictatorship. That's not a free market, right? Yeah. Like, like, like I said earlier, like, um, like social elements can exist in a capitalist society, but capitalist elements cannot exist in a socialist society. Like, like it just doesn't work because they're two very Listen, different areas. Here's the bottom line. You could cut through all the, all the excuses and the, the way that they muddy the water. Yeah. If socialism is so good, why aren't these people moving yeah. to socialist countries? Oh yeah. Great point. Yes. I mean, I, I mean, I don't, I don't see anybody dying to get into Venezuela. But I do see people dying to get into the United States. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Or like, um, I, in the last year, last time I had you on, Carlos, you said that um, that you you, you said that you would pay for, for for to send for someone's plane ticket to Venezuela. Yeah. Like, um, like you said that the only way you would do it is like they would have to agree, they would have to stay there and never come back. And you yes. said you had no takers. Yes. <laughs> yes, I had a bunch of socialists, um, you know, on my page and talking about how good I said. So I, I I proposed something. I said, okay. You guys love socialism. I got a proposal. I'll pay for your one-way flight, fully paid for to the country that you choose, socialist country that you choose, on the on the condition that you give up your U.S. citizenship and do not return. I had zero takers. I love that, man. I love yeah. that. And I was that serious about it too. Yeah, yeah. And because a plane ticket to Venezuela was like what five hundred bucks, I believe. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, while you're in Flor while you're in Florida, so who knows what it is. I don't know. You can't. I mean, you can't fly directly to Venezuela. You have to do a connect flight. So um, I don't know what the cost is, but I, I was willing to pay for whatever. And probably the but, but, and probably and probably the plane ride would be pretty shitty too, because it would just be rocking all over, like in the air and stuff like that. So that tells you all you need to know about a socialist country. Listen, yep. it's, it's just the hypocrisy that I wanted to bring out of these people, right? Like, like for instance, with with the illegal immigration, right? They want open borders, but none of them have taken anybody in their own home. How many how, how many illegal immigrants do you guys take in? None. Um, I would okay. never. So so it's another yeah. hypocrisy. And and like yeah, I like the fact that they're letting like um the immigrants in and like and they're not allowing them to come into their homes. But there's but here's the here's the funny thing. They're sending them all to red states. Literally like once they come in through Texas or Arizona or New Mexico, they're not shipping them to blue states like California or New York. They're shipping them to red states like Florida. Tennessee, Georgia, North Carolina. I could go on and on. And like, they, there's a reason they're trying to do that. And the fact that they're actually trying to make it legal for them to vote. It's no, it's it's not, it's not a conspiracy theory. Yeah. It, 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 this is what they're actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say it happened in New York City, right? Uh, on the local level, you can't do it federally, but they are allowing illegal immigrants. I think you have to be in the city for 30 days and you can vote. That's yeah. insane. I yeah. saw that in a Forbes article. 
Yeah, that's yeah. and you know it's funny because people I don't view skin color as like my is any type of big identity, but you know the people on the left do, and it's funny that they don't look at that and see that their vote it's it goes for every citizen, but they're really diluting the vote of um, Black Americans, those who view themselves as you know Black first or whatever. They never they don't really question that. There's a small group of them that do, but and you know as a large voting block they still vote 90 percent 80 percent democrat and they're literally diluting their vote right before our very eyes yeah here's why here's why the, the reality is the black community consists of about of about 13 percent of the population correct 12 percent actually 12 percent okay, okay uh the hispanic community has a larger number we're what 26 percent something like that or I believe was was it 19, 18 or 19%, 19 percent somewhere around there. I, I, thought, 18, I, I thought I saw it was over 20, but I I'll, I'll, look more. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. The potential is even higher for the Latin community when you talk about the influx mm -hmm. of the, of the migrants from the border, right? So the, the, the what are, what are, what are, what do the Democrats care about? Numbers. It's a numbers game, right? The potential to have more Hispanic voters is greater than than that. So. And it's sad. It's sad that we're political pawns. Yep. Yeah. So uh, then they use 18.5%. 18.5. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And here's the funny thing. Like um, back in like, I believe it was in the 50s, like um, whites made up like about 86% of the population. Native Americans made up about 1%. Blacks made up 12%, the same amount it is right now. And Hispanics made up about 3%. And look where we are now. Blacks have the exact same amount of percentage, which we'll get into reasons why in, in a little bit, because obviously we're going to talk about Roe v. Wade. But, like, obviously it's, been, it's remained the exact same percentage. It's not grown at all. And Hispanics have quadrupled infinite. And whites have gone down to 56%. So, like, yeah, Hispanics are actually on the rise here in, in the country. And a lot of it has to do with illegal immigration. Yeah, and yeah. I just... Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to say, yeah, you, you can't have a country. I, I'm all for it. My parents immigrated from Jamaica, um, went through the legal process, though. We have a process. We have to stick to that. I mean, there's no yeah. it's not anti-immigration, not anti-people, but we just can't have people coming in like this and, yeah, um, yeah using resources. And, you know, they're they said that they were going to have to build all kinds of new schools in Texas just to, you know, yeah. handle all the immigration. Yeah, but I think what Abbott needs, like Abbott, he sent a bunch of them to D.C., which that was pretty hilarious when he did that. But he mm -hmm. needs to do a lot more than just that. He needs to send them not to just D.C., start sending, like once they land in your in Texas, send them out to blue states in general. Do that immediately because you cannot let this get out of hand any more than it already has because you're it, just going to destroy your state. Listen, it's already out of hand. Uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's terrible. Um we as U.S. citizens must obey every single law that's on the book. And if we don't, we are penalized. Yet people who are entering this country illegally for whatever reason are not being penalized. That's not right and that's not fair. Furthermore, the, 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 the shadow or the smokescreen of saying that it's, it's racist to build a wall or it's racist to hold, to have these laws and so on and so forth. You show me one Latin country that has open borders. None of them. No. I, with a Peruvian background, my father's from Peru. I cannot go to Peru illegally. I have to have my papers in line or I will get arrested. Yeah. 
why is it racist for us to do it here in this country? I don't know. Yeah, it's the well, benevolence of America. We're, we're the nicest, one of the nicest, most welcoming. You can, and people can focus on the faults all they want. But when you look at the way our country operates and people coming over in the border and we, we even, even people on the right, um, I think, you know, have their hearts out for those, you know, the people coming through. Yeah. That's the only reason it happens because America is uh, a, it's a great country. Yeah, like, um, like um, I, there are actually some people, Democrats, that actually, they generally want to be compassionate. That's a fact. There are. But I'm um, like, not like these leftists. What, um, the, what these, dem these Democrats that are being compassionate about, they, what they, I, I think they're confused about a lot of things. I think they're in denial about it. Because what they try to make it look like is that all these people, they're, they're desperately trying to protect their kids and run to get to a better place. Okay. It's what it's actually if you look at if you look at like Mexico, for instance, it's much easier to go to a like I believe what is it called a station or something like that to where you can like be processed so that you can legally come here to the U.S. I forgot what it's, what it's called, but that's basically what it is. Check it's point. much easier. So so the, here's here's the reality. And, and yeah, I mean, and again, uh, you know, you feel for people who are coming over. Uh, they're coming from poverty, extreme poverty. Right. If poverty is here. In other countries, it's like below the the, the, the line, right, of, of what is good. And so I understand why people come here. But to Osiris's point, there's a process, right? Yes. We cannot have open borders, number one, because we don't know who's coming. Let's just say 50% of the people that are coming honestly want to just better their lives. That's great. What yes. about the other 50%? What if they're sexual predators and deviants yeah. and human traffickers and so on and so forth? We can't have those people mixing in. And here's here's the key point. Those people are not going to move into uh, middle and upper class neighborhoods. They're going to go move into the lower where class are. neighborhoods where, where, where minorities are. And whatever crimes they committed back in their own countries, they're going to commit them right there and affect minorities as well. Yeah, because like once people commit crimes, they're going to most likely do it again. Most likely will. Of course. <laughs> and, we're, and we're not talking about petty crime, right? When we're yeah. talking about rape. And human trafficking and and drug dealing and all that uh, and all that stuff. serious crimes. Yeah, yeah. I, I think like, we're. It, I think this, along with critical race theory, is also China. China's involved in a way uh, with the drug fentanyl coming through. Yeah. And, and from what I've read, is that a lot of it is coming from China. China's China, trying to destroy us. Yeah. Period. They're they're yeah. trying to destroy yeah. this country. And China owns a bunch of land on the Texas Texas Mexico border too. Which there's no reason that another country should own land in our country. No. Can we own land in China? No, we can't. No, if, if, no. What do you think is yeah. going to happen if one of us, if, like, if, like if any of the three of us went to China and tried to buy land? What do you think is going to happen to us? For real. What do you think is going to happen to us? Uh, like the, my, none of the three. None of the three of us could go with there actually, because I'm Osiris, half black. Because I'm half. That's some common sense policy right there. <laughs> none of us. No, China. Should, if we can't own land in China, it's they shouldn't no be way. able to own, uh, own land yeah. in here. Yeah, just, yeah. yeah. and especially for, it's bad for the three of us because I'm half black, Osiris, you're black, and Carlos, you're um, Hispanic. Like, and China is extremely racist to people like us. They don't, extremely they don't play. Racist. Yeah, they don't play. They, it's not <laughs> like this racism here where somebody said something you don't like and they're racist. No, no. We're talking about like racist, racist. It, not everybody. I'm not going to blanket everyone, but we've seen it. Um, and you'll be taken off there. to some concentration camp. Oh, yeah. 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 
My my son the other day said, "Dad, are we gonna ever visit China?" And I actually <laughs> would. Well, actually, growing up, I I always wanted to go to China, and I I had I I, I told him I was like, "Son, uh, every country is not as uh, liberty focused as America." I've said some yeah. things about China that's critis- critical of their government, and I could never go there because of that. Just because of that. No, I wouldn't mind going to Taiwan, but according to John Cena, it's not mm. a country. So. Uh, <laughs> that, that, that's. That shows you there. He 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 sounded like a hostage victim when he had to do that apology. Yeah, and he spoke in, in like a hundred percent fluid uh, it, Mandarin. Yeah, like, that was crazy. Like, that was disturbing. That was a moment. That was yeah. I know that was yeah. disturbing. That was a moment. That was a moment. Like, and this shows how much China owns Hollywood because like China, yep. they are the ones who own Hollywood. Like we change our films for them, but they don't change. But um, they don't change their films for us. Like um. Like China has a bunch of these propaganda films, like some like Wolf, like one of them's called Wolf Warrior, and the other's called Wolf Warrior Two, and like some of our actors, like Frank Grillo, is in them. And basically, like um, and, and like Wolf Warrior, I believe it was two. Like um, basically, what the movie is like um, these Chinese Wolf Warrior, like these martial arts guys, they're actually trying to save these people from these um, these these Navy SEALs, like um, and for because they're doing some something for some corporate greed or something like that. And in the fight, this Chinese wolf warrior is fighting this Navy SEAL, and he's kicking his ass, like, and he's doing like the, all these impossible stunts, like. And the reason that this is going on is because like these Navy SEALs are holding some people hostage, and they're trying, and these wolf warriors are trying to free these people from these Navy SEALs for the glory or something like that. Literally, like you can look this up, it, it, and none of these stunts oh, look even real. No. Yeah, I believe it. I I talked about how there's they're schools over there uh, you know their videos i'm seeing videos out of there i saw a video where there's a bunch of kindergartners and they're dribbling a basketball have you seen that video it's a it's a school it's a young school there it's in china and what they're doing is teaching them teamwork and coordination so they're they're dribbling basketballs and passing them along like they've been practicing this i have another video where they're rattling off the the military um, equipment of Ukraine and Russia. Like they're saying, Ukraine has 77 tanks and Russia has, I'm like, what is, and when I looked at our schools, our children don't even know what gender, uh, you know, they don't even know how to have that conversation. So you can see how after generations, that divide is gonna be too much for us to overcome if we don't stop it now. Oh uh, yeah. It's, again, it's, it's another twilight moment for me because uh, you know, I didn't grow up in this stuff, man. I, you know, boy was a boy, a girl was a girl. And, and if you were, you know, if you were, I don't know, of the, you know, rainbow community, right. It, it, that was more so when you were, you know, grown up, it wasn't something that was, you know, talked yeah. about. Listen, I, I think I, sh- I shared this with you, Ray. I had, I had a gay teacher when I was in yeah. first grade. Yeah. You know, nice guy, uh, I remember his name, Mr. Natoli. Nice guy. Oh. Never once talked about his his preference. Never once talked about anything. He, yeah. All he did was teach us. Yeah. Yep. Like what? Like yep. what? Like that, that's that's actually perfectly fine. Like why can't we go yeah. back to that? Like and like um, yeah, there's back no when, going back. Yeah. And back to what you said, Osiris, about um like China is teaching these students like coordination and stuff like that. Like um a few months ago, I was watching one of Joe Rogan's episodes, one of his episodes of his podcast, and they talked about TikTok in China and stuff like that. And basically, like um, how TikTok over here is basically like all these dance videos, all these um, gender stuff, critical race theory stuff, and basically t- turning our kids into idiots and stuff like that. 
but over in China, they have a they have their own version of TikTok, which um, when you look at it, it's all what it is. They select science experiments, um, patriotism, I'm encouraging encouraging students to do better and achieve things, and like and like literally, it, there's no you can't just mindly scroll because like every video you look at, there's a five second um wait period, like a resting period, like say you want to get up and do something else because it's not mindly scrolling because they don't want their kids to to become like that, and also. If you're under 14, you cannot go on it between like um, the thing is closed for from 6 a.m. to, I believe, 4 p.m. in the morning or something like that. I, I'm getting that wrong, but it's something like that. And you're not allowed to even get on it. No, you can't get mm -hmm. on it because and like look at and look at over here with TikTok and TikTok is a Chinese propaganda platform. This is in a, a giant. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's a it's oh, an no. actual plan. They're literally trying to, to, to they're literally thinking long-term how to beat us in the next 20 years. That's what this is. Yeah, it's owned by a Chinese company. Boys, ByteDance, I believe, owns it. They're Beijing, uh, yeah. China China company. And we, yeah. we have no idea what data they have. We have no idea. This was, Ted Cruz was um, grilling um, one of the marketing guys or one of the guys in uh, a hearing. And he asked them, like, where's the data going? And what's happening? He couldn't answer the question. They, they've got facial data. They've got all kinds of sensitive data about all of us and there's no now the 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 bad side to china is that they monitor everything you're kind of on lockdown you know with the you know they know how old you are and all that kind of stuff when you sign up for it but yeah. the but but the point is they know the evil of the app yeah and you can see it that's a fact you can see it in their country and yeah. we just we are we embrace yeah. the evil of it yeah, and like, and like, here's the thing though: which society is going to survive longer? The one that 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 sees how, how humanity can be corrupted with social media, or the one that encourages it, that um just lets some um, people do um like um all these stupid stuff like these dances, gender theory, and like critical race theory to like which one's going to last longer? The U.S., us, or China? Like, yeah, it's not even. Yeah, I see casual goats. What's up, friend of show? Yeah. Um, in the chat, uh, he said communism and Fabianism, and I believe Fabianism is the is what we're seeing here. If you correct me if I'm wrong, is where it's like your your approach is like throw a thousand things at it. So like you're seeing it from the globalist right now. It's like okay, the pandemic was one thing, but then we can throw something else at you, and oh, we can oh. still try to get things done. And so it's like you stop one thing, but then there's ten other things we've got in the works. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of globalists. Did you hear what Bill Gates did? Said a couple days ago, he says he admits that um that that C nineteen is just nothing but a flu. He literally said that. He said that openly. Crazy. No consequences. No. No. Yeah, I did hear that. Yeah. No consequences. He's so casual when he says these things. He's like he's well, always like so laid back, and he just says it so casually. But he's a Bill Gates is positioning himself to be well, very strong here. Yeah. Well, like I told. The interesting part is that these people, there's never any, uh, you know, consequences for these people. If you're on the left you're, you, and you're high enough, you got the right people in your pocket. Yeah. Well, like I've told you both before, Bill Gates is a Rockefeller. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, all the family trees yeah. be way better yeah. than I do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to show you guys that again, just so your audience, Osiris, because you yeah. ask your people to come see it. I want to make, make oh, sure yeah. all of them see this. Like. Like this is and this is a this is real, like yeah. Give me a second right here. Yeah, uh, this is dope stuff, man. It, it it blows you away when you look at it. You're like, wow, 
that's why all this stuff is happening. Yeah, these are the families right here. Wow. Like um, I've talked about um, Rockefellers, like Bill Gates, and then down, which are the second most powerful of the families. Then down here, you got the Rothschilds, which are the most powerful of the families. And, and Klaus Schwab, the head of the World Economic Forum, is a Rothschild. And, and also, Bill Clinton, he is a Russell right here. I, I look, because I did research on his heritage. <laughs> yeah. This is crazy, man. And then down yeah. here, you... And then down here you got the Kennedy, so JFK, and like I told you, Osiris beforehand, Osiris, um, because JFK, he was one of the elites back. He was one. Him and the, his entire family were. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think, but I I love you wearing the MAGA hat, and what I've been trying to, I'm kind of taking it a little because I see the elitists here, and we talked about this, I think, Ray, but there's so many people that outnumber. Like, there's so few elite and so many people. Like, well, if you were an alien and you came to this planet, you're like, dang, it's like a handful of the well, 1% is ruling everyone. Well, the thing about aliens, I think that, that entire thing is horse shit. I think, I think <laughs> the gray stuff, the grays, like you see them, I think that entire mm. thing is horse shit. Like, mm. like clearly, it, like, if, like, if the government was truly hiding something... Why are they allowing Hollywood to make all these alien movies? Or why are they allowing all these books about aliens to be made? Or Bob Lazar, who says he worked on alien spacecrafts, like, and he met, and he comes out and talks about it. You, if he was actually real, why why hasn't he disappeared or something like that? Because if you're if you're actually going to be going out there talking about some high up stuff that you're not supposed to be talking about, you're going to disappear. You're going to suffer the consequences. Yeah. I yeah, think if yeah, you make too sure. many people disappear though, it becomes obvious at that point. <laughs> well yep. well and, and plus like um I've done this in like one of my streams beforehand, but I don't think either of you watched the previous streams where I've talked about what I think the aliens are. Give me one second right here. Like um Al Alistair Crawley, Book of the Lie. Like um I'm trying to find it because um where is it? Uh Alistair Crawley Demon Image. Uh, right here. This oh, is wow. it. This is it right here. I've done my research. Uh, where, that's not the real bit. That's no. That's not it. Right. Uh, right. I'm trying to find. This is that image right here. What? No. No. I'm not gonna. No. You guys can't see that that well. Like I'm trying. That's, to, a, that's a goofy. I can see it. It's pretty good. That's a goofy look. <laughs> I'll get. I'll just go to this because it's pretty. It's mm -hmm. more obvious. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, no, no. I'm so I'm so sorry, guys. Like this thing's messed up. <laughs> I'll just go with this one. It's more obvious. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Basically, if you guys don't know who Alistair Crawley is, like he was a Luciferian and he was also mm. part of the Committee of Three Hundred, like um that I told you about with the Illuminati and stuff like that. And back mm. in 1917, he wrote a book, which um if you're I advise you not to read the book unless um if you do, just go read it slowly because. I think that book can actually corrupt you because, like, there's a whole lot of dark shit in that. Like, okay, I'll, I'll just get to the point then. And the book came out in 1917, and and he described in the book that he conjured up a demon, and basically, like, um, and like he conjured it up, and basically, like, he he actually had someone write out a drawing of what the alien, what the demon looked like, and this was the drawing right here. And like, if you and if and this was in 1917, about 30 years before the Betty and Barney Hill story, and like. And if you just look at this without me telling you that this is from 1917, you would say, holy shit, that looks just like an, an, an alien. 
a great alien that looks just like it. Like, I think that their deep that stuff is demon stuff. Actually, I believe that's what it is. Wow, I'm not. Like, yeah, I'm not very knowledgeable in that. I just saw a headline though that McDonald's was doing like tarot cards. Did you see that? I didn't. As I'm gonna look McDonald. McDonald's. Yeah, search McDonald's tarot cards. They're doing some type of like, um, and not just McDonald's. I think it's like Taco Bell and others. It's just weird because that's kind of getting into a little bit of witchcraft, right. the occult. Okay. And I'm, I'm not. I'm not a. Um, no, you can do. Uh, yeah. See if that works. I don't know. If, oh yeah, uh, the, that that one, that second one. There. Right yeah. here. All right. Yep. Let's read this. McDonald's serves up fries in the occult with bizarre tarot card offer. Know your fate. Now, this is creepy. And this is from it's just very, a couple days ago. All right, let's. Re For anyone wondering just how Perzavis occult practices are becoming in mainstream culture, look no further than McDonald's most recent marketing ploy, which involved among meal deals the chance to win tarot cards readings. Okay? The lead of a USA Today story covering McDonald's um, ploy reads, McDonald's is preparing for this week's celestial and astrological, I'm just botching that, sorry guys, change, a, a mercury reto, retrograde with both a deal and a tarot card readings. Holy shit. Like, yeah, that's what crazy, it, man. <laughs> like, like I said, though, that these, these elites, they're either Satanists or they're Luciferians. Like, Yeah. And this yeah, is incredibly dark shit right here. Like, yeah, I think, I think it's just an. It, I don't know. I it might be just a way to normalize this stuff. You um, know, one of the, we we've been talking about the attack on regular people, and it includes religion. And you oh, can't believe in that kind of stuff and God. So you've got to kind of separate people from God. A lot of people go to church. That's where they get community. When you get community, then you kind of shield people from these other ideas. And uh, just like the pandemic, they close the churches. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And like um, the fact that these um, these elites, they're either Satanists or Luciferians, and they're trying to push atheism on the rest of us, which um, and the theory of evolution on us, which I'm going to be honest. I think evolution is full of crap because Darwin, he was a crook. And like he was mm. also part of the committee of 300 as well, if you didn't know that. Mm. No. Like he was a crook. Like if he, his 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 theories were actually full of shit. It literally was. Like yeah. So so I think it's really interesting. Osiris, you mentioned about uh, you know faith and family and so on and so forth. And and, I, and I've I've shared this with my family and my wife specifically that I believe a lot of these things when you look beneath the surfaces, the the multiple layers of surfaces, when you get to the very bottom of it. It's, it's all anti-God, right? Uh, you know, the nucleus of the family, what's traditional, what's considered traditional family. Um, all of this movement is really movement uh, against God from, from yeah, my yeah. point of view. Yeah, I love Absolutely. this comment. I love this comment. Alex Jones is never wrong. We are worshiping demons. I agree with that, actually. Like, outside of, this, outside of the Sandy Hook and um, Y2K stuff, Alex Jones has been right about basically everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, the guy's well-researched. They try to make him, anyone that, you know, is against the grain, they try to make you look like a clown, like a fool. He's well-researched. He's a living legend to me, Alex yeah. Jones. Yeah, yeah. right. I'm going to show you another thing. Give me a sec. I'm trying to find this right here. Um, trying to. It's like a, bu a bunch of things Alex Jones got right. Right here, actually. 
I'm going to show you this from Tim Pool's podcast. It's just um like an mm-hmm. Im- it's just like an image. So mm-hmm. this right here, the things Alex Jones has gotten right. Your TV is spying on you. That is 100% true. Elite cable of sex traffickers. Obviously that's true. They're turning the frogs gay. <laughs> yeah, we all we all know that part. And my favorite mm-hmm. one right here, Bohemian Grove. Like Bohemian Grove, like that's actually the video I talked about that got taken down. That that's the one I did because I did about Bohemian oh. Grove. Oh, like um Bohemian Grove. If you don't know what that is, um, what it is oh. is like it's like this it's like this plot of land in California where all the elites they go to this to this and they actually do occult rituals. Like um, and I'm not talking about just like a bunch of people like this. It's like top ranking generals, heads of bankers, heads of estates, like former presidents all of these people go there and they do occult rituals and they actually dress up as druids and they light and they light a, a, a statue of an effigy in front of a giant statue of Moloch the owl god like literally that's what they do there and then plus part another part of the ritual is they do a whole bunch of group sex too that's what they do same thing with skull and bones that's what they do yeah, also, did he did he take did he take a camera crew there when he was younger? Oh, Is that what? Yes, Alex. Jo- I'll look that up. Alex Jones. Yeah. Okay. I oh. saw some of that. I'm not. I'm not an expert in all that, but I remember when he kind of was reporting on that. I think he got kicked out, or he got into nope. some. He um, left on his own. Oh, did yeah. he? Okay. I'm trying to find. Like I, I can't play. Uh, uh, Cyrus, you told me you were going to help show me how to, I can play the audio on Streamyard because it won't let me do it regular. Oh. Re- re- like, uh, like, is there a way I, I'm supposed to do that? Like, um, when you when you do share, do you get an option to say play, share? Well, you have to do the tab. So share the tab, and oh, then sure. it will play the tab audio. Yeah. So, okay. Let me let me try that there for a second. I'm gonna try mm-hmm. that. Sorry about that. I'm gonna stop share and share. Like, uh, slides. Just extra, the tab. Yep. Uh, uh, extra camera, video file, share screen. Uh. Uh, some screens let you share audio. Look for the share audio checkpoint at to, the next window. All right, follow these steps. Okay. Do the tab at the way right, so you don't do the whole browser, just the tab. Chrome, Chrome tab right here. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, and just um, share tab audio. Okay. Yep. Alex Jones, Bohemian Grove footage. Okay. I'm going to do that I right bet, here. I, all right. I, I think you can hear it now. Okay. Let me try to find yep. that. Uh, I'm trying to find it right Is here. it on YouTube? Uh, they may. I may have to go look at Joe Rogan's episodes to find it. Give me a second right yeah. here. Because Joe Rogan is the only one who's willing was willing to talk about it. Rogan. Mm-hmm. That's that's why Joe Rogan. While you're looking that up, that's why free speech is so important to get these ideas out there. Joe Rogan's podcast is just unbelievable. Yeah, my brother-in-law yeah. loves listening to it. Listens to him like every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Joe Rogan was actually the first person to help me get red pill. Even though he's a liberal, I actually started watching him and saw a bunch of the guests who we had on, and like, I started to learn a whole lot. Like, okay, I'm gonna have to go look at another thing, Alex Jones. Yeah. Alex Jones. Yeah, Joe Rogan's a he's uh, a liberal, but he is there. This was a good episode. That was him. Did they didn't talk about that? Did they talk about that in that episode? Yeah, I remember yes. that episode very. They, oh. This was uh, this is the last time you had Alex Jones on, which yeah, um, yeah. I don't. I don't think he'll have him on ever again because of Spotify. They will not let him do that. I think it's pretty obvious. Yeah. Joe Rogan, I think, is eventually going to leave. once the, I don't know how long this deal is, but he's probably going to do his own thing. 
I wish he would, but I don't think he's going to. Oh, right here. We're going to start talking right here. Give me a second. What you want, and I'll try to show. Yeah. Can you hear it? Right. Yep. Yep. Okay. I'm going to go through it. This is yes. Tim Dillon's wheelhouse. This is because here you're saying they want mortality is. on the this, road. Look at this thin, young, right handsome, boyish, right baby-faced yep. Alex Jones. Well, that's 2004, is, but yeah, I mean, I knew you in like 98. Well, in 98, I met you in 98, but then I got to know you in 99. This was when we set it up. Let me set it up. Right here. Okay, yeah. Right when he goes, David Gergen, I'm outside. What's the main thing in New York where everybody plays? By the way, this is when Bill Hicks was alive, so I can confirm that you are not Bill Hicks. Madison Square Garden. Madison Square Garden. And here comes David Gergen, the Carl Robe of like four or five administrations. And I knew that he was part of the actual ritual at Bohemian Grove, so I bring it up to him, and he blows up at me. Here it is. Okay. Right here. He's like eight feet tall. Right here. Just listen to it. Is there a camera? Or are you? Yeah, right there. Just about. Yeah, but I just want to get your permission first. Here. Okay. Okay. Just it's looking like I've, I've got. No, I understand. Just okay. Great. We're talking to David Gergen, and he has advised several presidents, and of course has uh, written quite a few uh, books, and uh, is a, I would call you a political pundit or researcher. Commentary at over the hill, whatever. One last question. I read a Washington Times article many years ago where you had a comment about the organization, and then now it's been in the Wall Street Journal, it's been in a lot of different newspapers, and that's the Bohemian Grove. And back in what was it, 1996, when you joined uh, as a Clinton advisor, they were the Republicans were criticizing you. Oh, what about Bohemian Grove? And then you counter, uh, and then you countered them by saying, "Hey, I don't run around in the woods naked." What did that mean? <laughs> Here is the before-mentioned Washington Times article where he said, "I didn't run around naked like they do." I don't, I don't, I don't, know, what, I don't know what quote you're referring to. I'm not aware of any quote like that. Yeah. Uh, listen, uh, I, I am uh, 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 a happy member of the Bohemian Grove. I like the, uh, the folks who come What's he there, trying to say? And uh, it's really inappropriate for me to uh, talk about a uh, uh, the group beyond that. Have you been there for the ceremony with uh, the cremation of care? Uh, frankly, that's, uh, that, uh, I don't think that's something I need to talk to you about. This right, right here. Now, what we're watching for people that are just listening is a bunch of people wearing robes that are burning an effigy in front of a giant statue of Moloch the Owl God. And it's the effigy of a child. Well, I yeah. don't know what it, that it's what it, it is. is. I think it's the effigy of yeah. a child. It looks like a, I believe a it grown is. woman to me. It's, yeah. it's real mad right here. And, yeah. yeah. Okay, watch this. Uh, frankly, that's uh, that. Uh, I don't Back it up five seconds. We miss it. <laughs> I said you take part in the ritual. Back it up five seconds. I'm yeah. Jones. That's something. Information to care. Uh, yeah. Uh, frankly, that's uh, that. Uh, I don't think that's something I need to talk to you about. Yeah. Really? That's right. Well, I'm Alex Jones, and I snuck in there in 2000. I'm the guy that blew it wide open. <laughs> got the video. It's been on national TV. Well, I disrespect you for that. <laughs> I do. But it's a lot of big public officials going in there. You don't took, we deserve to know? You took an. I don't know anything about you, and I don't know anything about your film. But if you go in there with an understanding, you violated that understanding by releasing that film, and I don't respect you for that. Really? Well, you, we have public you, I'm sorry. You took an understanding when you went in there that you would not do that film. And you did, did you have an understanding when you went in there? No. Did you crash it? Yes. Yeah, and it has no trespassing signs there, too, doesn't it? Yeah. No, they put them yes, up after. Oh, I'm I sorry. I just walked in. I'm sorry, sir. Yeah, I just walked in. I know what, I know what the circumstances are. Yeah. I'm sorry you uh, violated the understanding. That was not that was not a gentlemanly thing to do. But what about the ritual? Is the ritual gentlemanly? Yes. <laughs> that's all the people, these fucking heads of state and billionaires. Yeah, that's screaming. the other thing. They run the world. I, these I, don't, people. I don't owe you this comment. I know, you, 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 you have you. This is what's called ambush journalism, and I disrespect you for that as well. So thank have you, you and goodbye. That's none of your damn business. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
listen. Oh, he's getting cocky. Yeah. You go around and, and make understandings with people and violate them. <laughs> you you ambush people on the streets, and that's that's inappropriate form of journalism. If you wish to practice that, that's fine. But don't ask others to respect you for it. You want to, you, you can do it. You're free American like anything you want. If you want to be uncivil and rude and ungentlemanly, that's up to you. But don't expect the rest well, of us to say, oh, well, you're there, Mr. Gergen. I'm sorry. <laughs> Nobody sets policy in there. We try to be gentlemen. And obviously. Yeah. You having gay sex you're with each not. other. <laughs> like having gay group sex. Yeah. Like you guys get. Alex that, like you guys get the idea right there. Like. Oh, yeah. Like, literally, it's it's a bunch. It's the elites. They literally go to these these clubs and stuff like that, and they and they do all these occult rituals. Like, like is that what happened with uh, Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly? Did you hear oh, that about the? Oh yeah, they, every every now and then they they drink each other's blood, literally. And like, it's, and she it's said it like sick. it was no big deal. Yeah, she said it like there was no problem whatsoever. Mm. I think back in the eighties, those types of things would be classified as mental illness. Now yeah. acceptable. Yeah, back back in the eighties that would be considered. But once once the early two thousands came along, then no. Like, <laughs> like, like Yeah, I, I miss them too. Like I didn't experience them that long because I was born in 02. So uh, you, you miss some good stuff in the between the eighties and the nineties. It was just Yeah. My parents a yep. different time, man. Yeah. My parents told me a lot about it and yeah, they told me they had a great they had they had great times as kids. So, yeah, yeah, but they're both very liberal. But well, my my mom like she claims to be an independent, but I would consider her very liberal. Like, um, but she also took that political compass test. But she was ba on the right to the le the right the right libertarian, just barely on it. So, I don't know. Like, mm. I would consider her to be more of a of a liberal. That's just my view. Like, yeah. yeah, but you're saying liberal in the classic, yes. in the classic use of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. like, like not because yeah. like the like um people like Joe Rogan or Tim Pool or Russell Brand or Joe. They're Manchin, liberals. Yeah, they're liberals, but the left no. tells them that they're right wingers. I know it's crazy. It's just a they they do a, such a good job of branding people how they want to. Just like the don't say gay bill when that's not really what it was. It, they just brand things yeah. so well. It's, it should be called the anti-P-E-D, the set, yeah. so on bill. That's what it should be called. And mm -hmm. like, also, did you see that Anna Kasparian from and, and Cenk Uger from the Young Turks called Joe Rogan a groomer? They literally called him that. that. They called Joe Rogan a groomer just because because Joe Rogan said he he, he hates groomers and like the like I'm I'm gonna try to find that video actually. I'm gonna try to find that. Yeah. I gotta find it. Remember, the left Je is really good at accusing other people of what they do themselves. Yep. Yeah. While yeah. he's looking that, oh, you did. Well, while you're looking that up, they they just did another label, uh, the Rolling Stone. The Rolling Stone, because of this uh, mass shooting event that just happened. Oh. oh. They um, they came out oh, with a headline. Right here. Right here. Here it is. Oh, you see it? The yeah. This is the change. Right. It says Joe Rogan protects actual something by smearing the LGBT whatever community. I, yeah, let yeah. The term groomer. A lot of people don't like that term online. They're very upset, yeah, yeah. but they're real. Right. There are groomers. You you don't like it? Do you not like it because you don't want children to be groomed, or do you not like it because it's a pejorative that's used against the left? 
which is, I think, more likely. Yeah. Well, here's what's more important. Not have people groom your kids. That's <laughs> yeah. what's more important than you getting uncomfortable with this word because it's used by people on the right. Joe Rogan doesn't understand why some people would have a problem with the usage of the word groomer as the right wing in America incessantly uses that type of terminology to inaccurately describe people they disagree with. Mr. I wanna protect free speech, Mr. I, you know, I wanna make sure that people have their voices heard, apparently loves to provide cover for right wingers who immediately go out of their way to defame people as groomers when there's no evidence indicating that no evidence yeah like you're telling me there's no evidence really uh, if you're an adult trying to sexualize my child i i think you're you would be classified as a groomer. well i don't have any kids but when but if i had any because i mean eventually i'd want to have kids but um if someone like, like that tried to do that to my kids I would be in jail. I literally would be. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, the, it's uh, Casual Goats pointed out, look at that ratio. What? Yeah. The the, the downs, wow. They had 3.4 <laughs> 3. thousand likes and 10,000 wow. dislikes. They, like, the only reason the Young Turks are even relevant right now is because is because um, they go after Tim Pool and Tim Pool actually responds. Like, <laughs> I, I, I just wish Tim wouldn't, would just ignore them because just let them die. Because, like, mm. ever since Steven Crowder passed them in subscribers, they, they, they've been butthurt so bad about that. And Steven Crowder mm. doesn't even mention them anymore. Yep. Yeah, all right. Let's get into this. So, yeah. They're groomers. But he's good friends with Alex Jones, who had no problem defaming the parents whose children were gunned down in Sandy Hook. So I uh, Back to that point, um, Alex Jones, he's even admitted that he was wrong on it. He actually even apologized to it. Like, um, he, he knows he was wrong. Like, like and yeah, he's, he's even had to file bankruptcy. InfoWars had to file for bankruptcy because, like, there was an additional lawsuit added to it that basically saying that he was hiding $18 million from the families, which um, I don't know if that's true or not. Like, I don't know, though. Like, so, yeah, I hope, I hope Alex Jones stays around. I just hope he does. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I guess I shouldn't be surprised. So... As you guys can see, <laughs> Joe Rogan went on a rampage because he had a right winger sitting across from him. So of course he had to get down on his knees and fillet him as he usually does when he has right wingers on his podcast. And he just decided to completely misrepresent why it is that some people, myself included, have a problem with how that word is used. Not a problem with the word in and of itself, but how that word is used as a tool politically to intimidate, to shut down, to shut up any political opposition to right-wingers in America. That is the problem. Let's hear more from uh, his ridiculous, insane, ignorant argument. Let's listen. As an argument, someone who I think is an intelligent person say that there should be a block against using the word groomer. Unbelievable. No, no, there should be no groomers. How about that? And this is what they wrote. They said, no. Oh, did you guys see that logo that someone made? They actually had the Disney logo, but instead of the word Disney being under it, it said it said groomers instead. That was actually yeah. pretty hilarious. But yeah. Not all teachers are groomers, but a lot of groomers are teachers. There yeah. you go. And that's real. Constantly, teachers are getting arrested. 
for exposing themselves to children, for masturbating in front of children, for sending nude pictures in front of children. Every couple of days, there's a new one that pops up in the news. And how many of those people haven't been caught yet? And how many of those people are out there? And how many of those people are doing it under the guise of I'm an LBGTQ uh, uh, educator? Yeah, so here's the interesting part. Uh, Disney's been uh, in the news several times for catching uh, employees, uh, you know, unfortunately involved in, the, in, in those types of uh, things. I, I don't, I, I, you know what, it, it's, it's as, a, as a father, it disgusts me, as a human being, it disgusts me, and I can't believe that, that uh, you know, people are actually defending that stuff. Like, um, you also, there was a there's uh, was a giant protest at Disney World in Orlando a few weeks ago about it. I told you about that. And also, that guy Adam, who I had on my show before, that you said you you wanted you wanted to meet up with him sometime. Yep. He was also at that 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 um, protest. So yeah, I I would have liked to have gone, but uh, my daughter was being born. <laughs> so yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But I, I haven't I haven't said this to you yet. But con- congratulations to you and your wife on that. So yeah, thank you, thank you so much. Congrats, yes. Blessing. But but yeah, you guys get the idea. Like um, the young Turks, like. I just wish no, everyone would forget about him. I because like I admit when I was blue pilled, I actually did watch him. To be honest, I did because at least it was something different from the media. Because the media, I could not watch that. Like at least the Young Turks were something different, even though they, in a lot of ways they were worse than them. But still though, and then when I and then when I got red pilled, I just could not watch him at all. So, uh, here, yeah. Here's the here's the funny part, and it's transitioning into one of the su- subject matters that you have, which is cancel culture, right? Here you are, and what are they trying to do? They're constantly trying to cancel people out and trying to uh, label them, as Osiris says, to cancel them out, right? Yeah. Because if you if you label somebody as something bad, it, they get canceled, right? Even yeah. though it might not be what it is. For example, calling somebody a racist, even though there's no proof of that person being racist, you cancel yeah. them, right? In this case, what Joe Rogan is doing, he's using the word appropriately because there are those people that are actually groomers and they're under the guise of whatever banner that they want to fall under. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and like, um, Osiris, you told me like, um, when that, my video was taken down, I, I, I actually about an hour or so after I texted you about it and told you about it. And you told me that you were actually considering taking down a lot of your old videos because you used to say stuff that, because you used to actually go a little wild. You were a little wild when you first started and you told me you were going to consider taking them down. So yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, it's high risk, low reward. They're not getting any views. Uh, Salty Cracker did that. He took down all his old videos, moved over to Rumble. But uh, I think there's ways you can trick the algorithm. You can use different words like I use now, unlive, instead of um, something more harsh. You know, you can trick the algorithm. It's not perfect. Like instead of of saying the the name of an organization, I, I call them top men. You know, it's little things like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and then and I like, always do a disclaimer like YouTube, whatever you want me to say, I will say, you know, yeah. kind of stuff like that. I believe this organization, they don't understand sarcasm. So I could yeah. say, hey, Dr. Fauci, I think he's the best doctor that's ever lived. And they don't <laughs> understand I'm being, you know, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> and also, Carlos, you tell me that I'm. That being Hispanic, you were actually considering starting a podcast to just reach out to other Hispanic people. Like, um, you, are you still going to do that? Because I yeah. actually think that'd be a good idea. Yeah, my brother-in-law and I would like to do that. And 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 Osiris, the reason why is because you know one of the things is 
in, in English, right, you have, even though it's dominated by the left, right, you have CNN, ABC, NBC, and all those uh, left-wing uh, media outlets, um, you have some conservative ones. You have uh, arguably Fox, right? You have OAN and, um, and Newsmax. With the, let's, with the Hispanic community, we don't have that. It's either Telemundo or Univision, that's it. And they're both left-wing. And so what, you know, let's face it, most Hispanics are under the, the Democrats' shadows, if you will, right? So my brother-in-law thought, uh, my brother-in-law and I thought it would be good if we could do podcasts uh, to help the Hispanic community and bring that conservative view so yeah. that that way we can provide truth and an argument against the, the lies of the left, right? Yeah, yeah. Me and Osiris can help you set that up if you want, like, because we, oh, yeah. we both know how to set it up, so yeah. Yeah, that would be you great. Should, you should probably try to use stream stream or like we're using right now, like um, use it for like a video thing. And then also I take, I use I use a thing called RSS podcast so I can get it on all the other audio platforms. So, yeah. Yeah, my uh, brother-in-law are going to talk about it this weekend. Actually, we came up, we, uh, we solidified a name that we were going to call our podcast. So we're inching closer to that. OK, yeah, Good. like. Like, um, even though I'm not Hispanic and I don't even understand Hispanic stuff, I might just take a look at it and just put the English subtitles on it. Well, I think mm -hmm. I think what what and we'll talk about the details, but I think we'll do like one uh, like uh, the first part of it or whatever the subject matter is in Spanish and we'll translate it in English. So that way we can have both. And, and, and yeah, you also told me that um, you had to put your Facebook account, account on private because you were call, being called misogynist and stuff like that. You just didn't want to deal with it anymore. So like, Well, it, here's the thing. I don't want my livelihood to be taken away. I obviously having a number of, of small dependents, right? Yeah. I, 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 cancel culture doesn't care who you are, what you are. They'll come after you and they'll cancel you big time. So, oh, yeah. yeah, I've kept myself private. Uh, I've had I've had fans wanting to friend me and I'm, I just nope. No, yeah, because I, I don't know who's who. Yeah, I don't think you should do that. Like for anyone, actually, just keep just whoever is on your on your page right now. Just keep them and don't add anyone. I think that would be best. Yeah, yeah no, speaking no, out I, is I, a risk. Yeah, yeah, it's risky. It's it's sad to say, but uh, speaking out is risky. No matter how respectful you are or what. Yeah. 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 Like me, the reason I started this podcast is because I just had so much thoughts building up, and I just wanted to get them out. Because like I because like I have because I'm someone that has. I think a whole lot about stuff. I just need to get my my voice out there because because I because I just need you get you know what I'm trying to say. Like there's so much yeah. building up. I just got to say it. So yeah. Oh, that's exactly why I did mine. That's why I'd still do mine. This is, yeah. 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 No, I, I respect you guys, and it, and it is important, right? We live in a free country. We live in a country where mm -hmm. you're supposed to be able to express yourself and not have to worry about any repercussions. And so the times that we're living, again, are alien to me because that's never happened before. And I, for one, will not be silenced because yeah. I, had, I had my great-grandfather from Cuba was prisoned for three years for being a political opposition to the Castro regime. And I just, I mean, I, I was born in this country, and I shouldn't have to fear that stuff. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, I, like um, here's the thing, though, about cancel culture is that a lot of these people that are part of it that are trying to cancel people they don't realize that this eventually comes for them themselves they don't realize that until until it happens like um about, like even cnn has talked about all oh, these some, some of these leftists they shouldn't be canceled or stuff like that because they they misspoke or something or said something in their past like you're defending them but you're not defending like someone on the right that said something similar like 
But wasn't Whoopi Goldberg excused of her <laughs> comments not too long ago? She was only suspended for like a week or two, but she kept her job. I don't yeah. even remember what, because that lady says so many ridiculous things. Yeah, because she said something similar to Gina Carano, and Gina Carano was fired because she's a conservative. Like I, I, I am be honest. I canceled my Disney Plus membership. I this Florida stuff was the final straw. I I can't take it anymore. Like, and I'm not watching Mandalorian season three. I'm I'm done. With it. <laughs> I'm done with it. Like, like but, yeah, it was, so, so cancel culture just depends who's getting canceled, right? It's and it's always people on the right. The left gets minimal, if anything. So they are able to say whatever they want to say, no matter how racist. I mean. Cyrus, you gave some pretty good examples of how Joe Biden said some things, and he's never been canceled. <laughs> nope. So, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah uh, I can't show that one video where he said the N word on TV because this video would get pulled. Like, but I'll mm-hmm. send you guys, the, I'll send you guys the link in the in the private chat though to it. Like, yeah, I'll, he said a bunch of things. I mean, you could, you could, I mean, we could spend the whole hour talking about the stuff that he said. I mean, I remember not too long ago he was making it seem like. Like minorities couldn't operate a computer or something like that because we couldn't register. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how does he get away with saying stuff like that and people defend that? I, I don't get it. Yeah, like this, uh I'm trying to find it right here. Uh right. Uh where is it? Like I think I think that those videos are shadow banned as hell, I know that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I, I think shadow banning should be actually be illegal to be honest. I actually I truly believe that. Like Oh, for sure. Yeah, the, the algorithm, I think this is the number one thing right now. We we can't uh, win as people. We can't have control if we can't speak. So we, we've got to have digital rights. These companies have contracts with the government. Jen Psaki has openly said we work with them. We put together a list of people who said things we don't like. That is literally a violation of the First Amendment. And we, we've got to get rights on digital platforms or we won't be able to communicate. Yeah, that's 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 correct. And here's the interesting part is when you control information, you control. Right. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with what happened in Cuba uh, summer of last year. Big I'm not aware. Oh, yeah, I'm aware of that now. Candace always talked about that. Yep. Huge protest happened. People were out in the streets. People were the the, the Cuban American uh, community was out and, and most Hispanics came out to support, which is which is interesting. But the point is, is that the government shut down the media, shut down news outlets, shut down the Internet and squashed it. And we never heard anything from that after they did that. OK, I found the video. I'm sending this. I'm sending this to you guys in the private chat. Just watch it right real quick right here. Like uh, uh, for there it is. So just watch it real quick and you're going to see what, I, what I'm talking so, about. So I just want to say casual goats. Thanks. Thanks for the congratulations. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't reading that. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Just t- check it out real quick and just tell me what you guys think. So, yeah. Yeah, I heard. I heard this. Yeah. Even the YouTube uh, captions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see. He he said this live on, on live television, and the media didn't talk about it. Can you imagine if Trump's Trump had said that? Just imagine how the media would have reacted. Like literally, like <laughs> there would have literally been there literally would have been riots in the streets just for that alone. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, we would have Summer of Love Part Two, <laughs> which, for all we know, we're gonna get it get it because of Roe v. Wade possibly being overturned. Because I wanted to talk about that because that was actually the because of Cyrus when I when that once that happened because I actually invited both of you to come on my live stream when that day happened just to talk about it for for a few minutes. But you guys were busy, and so then we rescheduled it for it was supposed to be last week, but then things happened, so we had to delay it to this week. And like I, that's the main thing that I've been wanting to talk about with you guys about Roe v. Wade being overturned. Like I, and Osiris, I don't, I actually don't, I, I know you're, I know how you feel about abortion and stuff like that, but I have not heard your opinions on like the Roe v. Wade being overturned yet. I intentionally have not watched that because I wanted to go into this getting like a fresh view so I can understand where you're coming from. Like here, like um. Like yeah. I, I would like it for both of you to tell me, um, like, um, what are your stances on like abortion and Roe v. Wade and stuff like that? Uh, Osiris, we can start with you. Yeah, for my personal life, I'm pro-life, but it's it's a weird subject to talk about because obviously it's involving women. So I don't even really, I'm I I got more of a libertarian approach to it. I would not want to legislate it. I would want to hopefully provide enough resources and help. That a, <clears throat> excuse me, that a woman wouldn't want to do it. So I, I, I am pro-choice, you could say, legislatively. I think we have the perfect solution. I do not want the government to uh, regulate pro-life. I want the state, I want it up to the states uh, at the yes. highest level. So I, I think that's what the issue really is. It's about power. Uh, Mitch McConnell and Nancy Pelosi do not care about women's bodily autonomy. Uh, obviously, they didn't when they supported Biden and the OSHA rule that would have forced people to take a needle to keep their job. They don't care about bodily autonomy. What they do care is the power, keeping the power for these decisions to the federal government. <clears throat> so that it's really not about um, abortion to those in power, in my opinion. It's about who has power. It's about federalism. They're not for federalism where the states have the power. All right. And Carlos, do you think do you mind giving your opinion on abortion and Roe v. Wade, please? Sure. So um, there's two ways to look at it. And I had this debate last week uh, on my page with an old, actually my, my uncle's best friend. Um, there's two ways to look at this, religious and political, right? And, and a lot of the people on the right do bring in the religious. I think for people who are ungodly, I think to make a religious point is moot. Right. I think what you got to stick to policy. So, yes. um, in my personal opinion, I am like Osiris. I'm a libertarian. I'm nobody to tell you what to do with your body. You want to kill your baby. That's on you. Just don't do it on government dollar. I shouldn't have to pay for that. That's number one. Now I'll ask, I'll add in the religious aspect as a Christian non-denominational. I cannot, I cannot go against, uh, what my faith believes in what my God says. And my God is pro-life based on the scriptures that I read. So I cannot, by good conscience, go against um, or support um, a policy that goes against the views of God. Yeah, I, I respect both of you guys for, for that because I think I think we can actually find a lot of common ground right here. Because I think at the end of the day with abortion, like um, we come from different philosophical views on it. Like, like because like we like pro-life and pro-choice, at the end of the day, Pro-life and pro-choice have a lot in common. If you look, if you really pay close attention to it, 
Because like, because me, I'm very pro-life. Like I told Osiris beforehand, I'm actually more pro-life than Reagan and Trump are, who are the most pro-life presidents that we've that we've had. But my my view is like, I believe abortion is murder at the end of the day. Like me and my mom have had this conversation multiple times. She's pro-life. Even though she's a liberal, she is very pro-life, just as pro-life as me. And that was actually very surprising. But what I'm trying to say is like, um, I, I think at the end of the day, abortion is murder. Like they, there's, there's nothing to justify that unless the woman's life is in danger. Because in my view, like um, life begins at conception. That's how I view it. And like anytime you draw any line at all, it's like I've heard I've heard people like on both left and right have said that at this point is when you should not be allowed to. And when when I look at that, I'm like, okay, you can draw you can draw like something that could make enough something that could affect an adult. Like literally, like there's a lot of things like that. And the only time that there is not something that you can like um um draw a like um like affect like a person's life is at conception. That is because I've done my research and. I believe, in my personal opinion, life begins at conception. You cannot, like, there's no way around it. That's just how I view it. Yeah, I. Uh, this is not, Carlos, you might want to cover yours. This is not very religious, this take here, but I, I think this is the fact of it, is that until the fetus can uh, is out of the mother and can operate, you know, breathe on its own, I'm not saying walk, of course, but um, it, it's a parasite. I, I don't think it is a human. It's relying on the mother for resources, food. Obviously, I don't want it. I do never. If, if, if a woman's in the position to, to have an abortion, I, people who are celebrating this, man, this is that's dark stuff. Like, this is not a good thing. We don't want this to happen. Uh, but I think it ultimately should be up to the mother. Um, hopefully well, they don't want to do that, though. Well, me, I'm not religious. Like I've said, I, mm. I believe in God and the Bible, but I, I'm just not religious because like, like, like but I'll get into that point about, um, about life. But, um, like when I was watching your life, that live stream where those, where you were, where you having that conversation with those two people, Jen and whoever they, they, Peter. they, mm. um, Peter, like they, they told me like, um, when, cause I was commenting with, um, commenting on their, on their live stream. They told me that, um, life begins once the child comes out. Okay. And like, and like, and I know you are, you agree with them on that. My, my view is I disagree with that. And like, um, when you told, when you said that, um, like, um, a ba- if a baby cannot survive on its own outside of the womb, then like, I could just easily say that a two month old can't survive on its own literally, because like, I could say that's a parasite. You can say that's a parasite then because like, it's literally relying on their, on their parents just to live. I could just make that um, assumption as just like that. True. I, I think the difference is, is that the baby's not inside the mother. So if you want to, if you want to protect the life of the baby, you would have to literally take it out of the body of the mother, which would be by force. So I think that's the difference that I would state. But I think ultimately, uh, this is not going to be, I think Democrats think this is going to be some type of rallying cry or something like that. But abortion is not something people have fun talking about this celebration no, actually, that's about not true. it. That's not true. Actually, they love talking about it. <laughs> I'm not. I don't. I don't know if I really buy it. I think it. I, I don't feel like it's. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't feel like it's organic. I mean, who's who really celebrates abortion? Like the discussion of abortion, oh, especially when inflation is going on. It's hard to put food on the table. I, I, unless the economy improves, th- this is not going to be a rallying cry for for Democrats. I don't think. 
Yeah. And also when you said that, um, if, if it's, if, as long as it's like within the mother, like, um, it's not alive, correct. That's what you told me. Yeah. It's a parasite to me. Oh, mm -hmm. okay. And my, my view is like, um, what, like I do not believe that the vagina magically con um, confirms person life. Like, um, six inches does not make you a, a person. Like, so like, I have this question for you. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I have this question for you. So like five seconds before it comes out of the, out of the vagina, you, you have a problem with someone sticking a knife in its head and killing it. For real, do you have a problem with that? I have to ask you that. For, for real, I have to ask you that. I saw Carlos say, uh, yeah, I got a problem with it. Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, yeah, I, I obviously, I obviously have a problem with that. Um, so you're right. It's like, what, what do you say? Is the baby half out? Is it not out? I, I, I got you. I, I, I know. I don't know if I have to think about that one. All right. All right. No knives. No knives, though. No knives. Here's, here's the interesting part. I think when we talk about the stages of where the baby's at inside the mother's womb is, is we're entering politics. And, and as a former atheist, so I've been a Christian going on my 13th year. I was a, I was a hardcore atheist before this. And um, as a teenager, it didn't make sense to me why we can go into outer space and look for single-celled bacteria or organisms and call it a life form, an alien life form, and yet a multicellular one inside the woman's womb is not considered human life. Oh, it, oh. It, it, it boggled my mind from a scientific standpoint. And to this day, I still hold on to that view from a scientific standpoint, right? And, and, and yeah, like, um, like, you know, like I told you, oh, one second, let's stop this part. One second, so I can get this back up. Oh, okay, one second. I'm sorry about that, guys. Like, um, like I, I, okay, that's not going to work. I'll just get, I'll just talk about, I'll just get that later. Okay. But what I was saying was like, you know, Tom McDonald, I, I told you, I sent you, I told you who, you know who he is, right? The rapper. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He, Big fan. He, he said in one, in his song, people so stupid. He says, so bacteria is life on Mars, but a heartbeat isn't life on earth. Weird. He said mm -hmm. that in his song or in one of his other songs, he, it's called New World Order. He said this, which actually I thought about this and like this makes perfect sense. And, and I'm going to quote it when he said this. So you call a dad a deadbeat for neglecting his voice, but a mama, but a mom kills a baby and you call it pro-choice. Well, I agree with that completely. If you are in a state where you, the mother has the option to abort, then the father should have the option to abort their responsibilities. Absolutely. Like, uh, I know it and, might sound weird to some people, but I don't see the argument against it. But I agree with you. Yeah. Like, like um, here's another interesting fact. Like, um, this is actually something true. If like a woman gets pregnant and the guy he doesn't he wants he doesn't he wants to keep the child and the woman doesn't and she gets an abortion, he has no say. The father has no say. Yeah. But um, but um, if the woman wants to keep the child and the father doesn't, he his say goes out the door. So you're contradicting it. So. I, because in my personal view, I believe the father should have at least some say in it. I believe that. Just like, yeah. oh, you go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna say I, you know, if I had to pick a side, I would pick the pro-life side. I would. I think that's the more principled approach. Yeah. I just am not a. I just. I just fear that it is authoritarian even though we we think it is a you know life form others do not and to force that law i think we're in the perfect position wait so carlos let me ask you would you want 
Congress to, I don't think it would be constitutional. I think it would be overturned because the Supreme Court is making the case. It's going to be up to the states either way, neither one. But say you could, Carlos, would you legislate it to be pro-life nationwide? Oh, that's that's a great question. And like I said, I, 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 hmm, I don't even know how to answer that because, again, one thing is my personal view and another thing is somebody else's personal view. I can't dictate what that person should do. I'm pro-life. I obviously have five kids, you know, so I'm very much pro-life. Um, but again, that's me. I, I, I won't tell somebody else what to do or how to do it or whatever the case may be. Well, well, here's my view on that. Like, um, I, do I want a federal ban on like abortion? Yes, I do. But I do not like the federal, I do not trust the federal government, how they would, how they would handle it and stuff like that. I do not trust the federal government at all. I think all three of us agree on that. Like, um, oh, yeah. I, I believe, I believe that the only correct way to handle this and I've looked at both sides, but my view, the only correct way to handle this is to give it back to the states to decide. Like, as I want a federal national ban on it, but um, once you give the, the the federal government that kind of power, what else are they going to do with it? Like, that's how I view it. Because like, oh I, yeah, I'm right with I, you. Mm-hmm. I do not trust the federal government at all. I mean, because but I do want a federal ban on abortion though. Here's the interesting See, that's the part. Pr- though. Um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. You go. You go. So I, and I was just going to say that the interesting part is how uh, in an uproar the left is about essentially killing a baby because from what some of the comments that I've read, they don't have a timeline. I mean, some of them want to go all the way up until like they're about getting ready to give birth to go <laughs> ahead and abort the baby. So it's like, wow. And so what happens is the brainwashing of the left is just so mind-numbing because they consider that empowering and i was having a discussion with my wife the other day about how they use certain trigger words empowering empowering there's all these words like for example our our daughter our daughter excuse me we teach them to dress up and 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 listen cover up right for good reasons but somehow at some point now in this day and age like the more skin you show the better off you are. You get more likes, you get more videos, and that's all empowering. As a matter of fact, there was an article that just came out, a magazine cover, I don't know if it was Rolling Stone or whoever, and it had Hillary Duff essentially naked and she's just covering herself. And the word empowering was on there. And I showed that to my wife and she looked and she goes, we were just talking about this last night. And I said, you see how they brainwash us? Yep. And 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 yeah, like um, not just some states like Colorado, they allow abortion up till the moment it comes out of the uterus. I mean, the vagina, my mistake. But um, then you got places like Virginia that even allows post-birth abortions. Like um, the former governor of Virginia, you remember that quote he said? He says, "We keep the babies comfortable." Like and yeah. we and and then once the infant is delivered, we the doctor the doctor and the mother will have a discussion about what to do. Like. That is a human Ooh. being. Like, what are you? Well, yeah, that's a that's a human being. Like, that you're you are a, a psychopath if you think that is okay. That is another Yeesh. human. You have no right to say that that human being can't live. You have no right. Like yeah. that just but pissed me off. You can see from from our stances here though how the left bulldozes us because all everyone all of us say we don't want the federal government to mandate pro life. So all the Supreme Court did was say, leave it up to the states, and they're up in the uproar about it. And they would want, obviously, law to make it, you know, 
legal yeah. everywhere to force it on the states that don't want it. And we're yeah. saying, hey, leave it up to the states. They're always a notch above in aggressiveness on every single topic. Yeah. And like I'm speaking of the Supreme Court, um, what did you both think of the leak document? I want I, 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 I want to hear Carlos's opinion first. What did you think of someone leaking the actual document about it? So uh, obviously it's it's very uh, you know concerning because we uh, to my knowledge we've never seen anything like this from, uh, from the Supreme Court right yeah. and so the person that did this it, it, it's a violation of their of their duty right and 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 you know the sanctity of the Supreme Court but on top of that they did it with a political motive they to to Osiris's point they 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 get the uproar they bully and we see that because they're 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 protesting in the justices uh house neighborhoods right and stuff like that and so what they're trying to do is they're trying to sway uh the the potential of the voting um and, and by mob rule and that's just not i mean that there's nothing democratic about that yeah uh osiris i want to hear your view on that it's uh one of the most dangerous attacks on the institution in my lifetime uh, people talk about j6 this is uh like a billion times worse than j6 it's unbelievable it, it has never happened where while before the opinion you know before they're ruling the opinion leaks uh this is an attack on the supreme court the supreme court has no enforcement branch yeah. they don't well, there's not the the um joe biden did the cdc eviction of mor moratorium saying that hey you can't evict tenants the right. supreme court said uh yes they can then he did it again because there's nothing to stop them the supreme yeah. court doesn't have a police force so how do you attack them you attack them with opinions riots going outside their house this is it's impeachable that joe biden through the voice of jen Psaki, yeah. condoned breaking the law to the that's the executive branch condoning or pushing citizens to break the law to put pressure on the the judicial branch that by yeah. itself is impeachable so yeah. it, it's really it's again this is way beyond abortion uh clarence oh, yeah. thomas talked about the lack of trust this is yes. way beyond abortion this is the the last string holding us together is the is the right. judici judicial branch that right. OSHA mandate was supported by the legislative branch yes. and the executive branch. If it weren't for the courts, and I don't know if you saw the some of the arguments there. Uh, I Sotomayor, did. Uh, oh, the, she, she claimed she, she didn't even know the difference between federal and state laws. She, she didn't actually, know anything. So you, <laughs> how do you? So they, they're 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 threatening court packing. They're not getting that done yet, but. It's just an attack on the Supreme Court. You take that judicial branch and you make them irrelevant. It's it's over. The Constitution's over at that point. They're gonna they're gonna railroad it. And it's my, very my, serious. Yeah, I'll, I'm gonna tell you guys my view on it. It is probably one of, if not the most disgraceful things that has ever happened in this country, outside of slavery and segregation, of course. But outside of that, this might actually be the worst in this, the, the worst thing that's ever happened to this country. Out of all of them, like literally, you are t the decision hasn't even been final yet because this was just a draft. Like, and clearly, and like we found out, it was confirmed that the person who leaked it was a law clerk for Sonia Sotomayor. Literally, <laughs> we, and she, the most stupid person on the Supreme Court who should not even be on the Supreme Court in the first place and leaked it. 
And the only reason this person leaked it was to was to intimidate um, Clarence Thomas, um, um, Sam, Sam Alito, um, Amy Coney Barrett, um, Brett Gorsuch. Kavanaugh, and Gorsuch. It was and only Gorsuch. to intimidate. And like because like um, going into Roe v. Wade, like I've told I've told Carlos this beforehand that what that when this decision was coming when we're going into this decision, I was only confident in one person, and I was mostly confident in another person. I was confident in Clarence and Justice Thomas for overruling Roe. I was conf one hundred percent, and I was mostly mostly confident in Justice Alito for overturning oh, yeah. Roe. Most. Oh yeah. And apparently he's also the one writing the draft, which um, yeah. which apparently I'm surprised Clarence Thomas did. I'm um, assigned it to him. I would have thought Clarence Thomas wanted to, but that's but Alito's a good draftman. He is. Great. Oh, it was a strong. It was a strong draft. Yeah. I mean, was, is, the verbiage was very strong. Like that was very Alito, clear. Yeah, Alito mm -hmm. is a great decision um, writer. He's, oh, he's great, great at yeah. it. Uh, I, I, I think Thomas is better, but I still respect Alito for it. But guys, but, uh, listen, are, are, are we surprised at this? I mean, how many leaks came out of the Trump administration uh, when yeah, he was no. on there? And how many leaks have come out of the Biden administration? I haven't heard that one. No. The, nope. the left is just disgusting in, in its tactics and the things that it does. It takes whatever is sacred and it just dismantles it. And yeah, but back to what I was saying though, and about um the the, the three and the, the and the the three liberal justices, I we all knew they were going to vote to uphold Roe and strike down the Mississippi law. We knew that going into this, and then the ones that we were that were that I, that, I, that I didn't know for a fact that was a question mark was was Justice um, Gorsuch, Justice Kavanaugh, and Justice Barrett because go because like the the, the three Trump justices which. I, and and when I and when this decision was coming down, I was I would I would have been I was I didn't want to get my hopes up too high that it was going to be overturned because I I just thought that it's not I I didn't I thought it was going to be upheld I truly thought that, but I I actually expected the Mississippi law to be upheld because like I thought there were six solid votes because um Chief Justice Roberts who I'm not a fan of whatsoever anymore I am not a fan of them, but he I I knew that he was going to um up, uphold the Mississippi law. But because, like, he even said in the hearings that um, how is 15 weeks not enough to decide whether or not to abort the child? He said that. And, like, to uphold, to um, strike down Roe, I, I, he was going to vote to uphold it. Because, like, because um, I said he wanted to um, he wanted to find a middle ground with the with the justices. He wanted to uphold the Mississippi law, but strike down, um, but um, uphold Roe v. Wade. Sorry, my mistake about that. About that. And, um, and, and then when the hearings happened, I was shocked, like, I thought there might actually be five solid votes to strike down Roe. I thought there would be, because like um Kavanaugh, he he said it best, man. Like um he said that he told the people that were trying to argue to um uphold Roe and the and um strike down the Mississippi law, he told them that um that they have not presented an argument as to why this should come before the the Supreme Court. He said that this sounds like something that Congress needs to address, and I agree with him on that, but. I don't want the I don't want the federal government doing it. I want the state legislators doing it because like I do not trust the federal government. And and Gorsh and Barrett, I was confident that she would because like she gave a lot of good arguments. And Gorshuts, that was uh that was a question a little question mark, but I thought he leaned more towards um um, um striking down Roe. And the and then Rob Roberts, I knew he was not going to strike down Roe. And we all knew the three liberal ones that we know what they were going to do. That's how I viewed yeah. it. And then yeah. when the leak, and then when the leak happened, I was like, "Oh my God!" Like they're so desperate because, like, 
you know where this is going. They are they are trying to intimidate these justices. Like they're actually showing up to their houses and, and and protesting. Well, I don't have a problem with protesting as long as they're not getting violent. That's my view on it. But like there have actually been death threats sent to all these justices too. A whole bunch of them. Yeah. yeah. I'm not. I'm not for the protest because they're. That's illegal. That's that's trying yeah, I, to I intimidate, yeah. even if it's peaceful. I I, I assume it's pe- it better be peaceful. Otherwise, yeah. there be, better be handcuffs. But yeah. uh, I, it is. It's intimidation. So I'm not yes. for it. But I do think that um, Yunkin did the right thing in Virginia yeah. in not escalating because there are people yeah. who were calling for the police to come in, and that would have made things uglier. I think so. I think he made the right decision. I, I think Roberts might. Um, I don't think he's because I don't this. think he. I don't think he will. I do not. Because I think Because it, it's been said that I'm right. Because a few days ago the court came back and like started their meetings again um, since the leak, and I and mm-hmm. I heard. Um, I think Tim Pool even said it that um, that he was actually trying to convince the other justices to vote to uphold Roe. I think that's that's no, what Tim that's said. Not, but he I could, don't think. But. Yeah. I, I think the only one that w- it would be Kavanaugh, but I think Kavanaugh's Catholic. I think Amy Coney no. Barrett's Catholic. No, no. no? The, the only one that I think would actually be willing to change their vote is Gorsuch. So that's the only one I believe. Gorsuch. I believe really? Kavan. I believe Kavanaugh and Barrett will stick to their to it. Yeah, they remember but, they got a, they got attacked for their religious uh, background more so Amy Coney Barrett than Brett Kavanaugh. Mm-hmm. But but I remember the the Catholicism being thrown in there during the the, the hearing and whatnot that he had. Here's my thing. I don't think I don't think Roberts has any principle other than he wants to keep the he wants to keep the Supreme Court together and he he wants to keep the the confidence of the court together. I would not be surprised even though he disagrees if he votes to strike it down cuz he'd ra- I think he would rather have a 6-3 than a 5-4. Yeah. A 5-4 looks really like ooh it was close. If he goes to the other side that's a strong um, statement against the leak, saying, like, you do that leak stuff, I'm going to go against the leak. I think he has to. If I were Roberts, no matter how I felt, I would switch. I would, too, if I were Roberts, but um, he's not going to. I do not mm. believe he will. Like, Matt, if anyone will switch, it will be Gorshoots, but I hope to mm. God he does not do it. I, I don't know much about I haven't followed him much, so, yeah, yeah. maybe, yeah. Yeah. And like, um, and like, and, and to this point, I, I talked about this on my show before. Is that um, they were attacking Kavanaugh and Barrett because, like, they because during their hearings, um, it, they it was pretty much alluded to that Roe was settled law, and that and there was that. But um, now that they're changing it, but my view on that is like they never explicitly said that it was final. They never explicitly said it. And plus, people people's minds change over time too. That's what that was my view on that. But the bottom line is, is that that's not going away, right? It's just going back to the states. So I yeah, yeah, like, like, okay. So the only people that are going to get impacted is if you live in a red state. I yeah. mean, if you live in a, you live in a blue state, yeah, you're yeah. Get impacted by it. Yeah, yeah. And also, do you? I, I'm, I think Carlos might know, but I don't know if you know it, Cyrus. Do you know um the reason why Roe v. Wade was put into place? Like, I, um, could, I don't remember. Yeah, I, I don't remember the history of why. Well, I've heard it, well, but I just don't remember. Well, but the reason the reason why it was put into place, it was like um, it was not even about abortion at all. It was actually meant mm. so the doctors could practice. That's the the reason it was put mm. in place. And also, the, um, the 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 court back then, which were seven men by the way, they and, mm. and that that voted to put Roe into place. 
And basically, and this was, and it's agreed by left and right to be one of the most stupid decisions ever made. But they said they found the right to abortion and the right to privacy, which makes no sense whatsoever. Not even a little. Like, they, and they attributed to like, I believe it was the, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, believe, I think it's the 14th Amendment that, that, um, that the process clause or something like that. I believe that's what it is. Hmm. I have it in my notes. I'm going to, okay. I have yeah, you guys can talk. I, I'm, I'm going to look through my notes. Yeah, but on, on the settled law argument, uh, that's not. No, it, it, they didn't. They did not make any promises that they would uphold Roe v. Wade. It's just a misrepresentation of their their stance. Uh, those like, like how, how many times have the Democrats flopped on on certain subject matters? So like, who cares? Yeah. Like you're going to hold the right yeah. accountable to promises that they made when you're not going to hold the left, you know? Yep. Again, they're they're so aggressive. The, you, I don't know if you're non-left, even if you're not on the right, if you're just non-left, you you can almost feel them pushing you um, yeah. to the other side. Yeah. yeah, it's like they try and corner you. It's like they're, mm-hmm. you're you're going to keep this law, right? You're not going to change it, right? 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 All right. He, yeah, all right. and we just had Katanji Brown Jackson do the same thing. She was even more ambiguous than than they were when. All right. Ask these right. questions. You got All it? Right. Here, yeah, I got it. Um, I believe uh, I don't have it in the fourth. I think it was the 14th Amendment, but I don't have that in my notes. But um, the reason yeah, why it, it was is. brought up, the, the reason why it was brought upon was, um, and, I'm, and I'm quoting right here, an abortion act, an activist named Judy Smith was looking for a case to legalize abortion in Texas because Texas had a pretty similar law to what it is right now, except it, it disallowed abortions of all kinds, except when the woman's life was in danger. So not even in the first trimester at all. And like, um, but she needed a lawyer that would take the case for free and found Sarah Wed- Wed- Weddington, who, who, who agreed to take it. And um, Weddington found a pregnant woman named Norma McCorvey. And she was, a, and McCorvey was a woman who never had an abortion at all. Never once did. And, and yeah, and, ba- and, and, and it, the, the decision came down from Justice Blackman, who, and, who was a mediocre justice. And I'm trying to be like, um, not ill right there. But he was mediocre. You can go back and look him up. But it was decided in a 7-2 decision that it was found in the right to privacy, which um, if you look at the 14th Amendment, I do not see that in either of those no. in the in it. So No, that's not the right. No, no, no. That's a, that's a stretch. That's that's all the Supreme Court really said. That, that doesn't make any sense. And if it's not in the 14th, is it the 10th Amendment that says anything that's not in the – is it the 10th that says that? Yeah, One of the amendments that says – yeah, anything that's not in the Constitution is left up to the states. Yeah, it's really that simple. It yeah. that is a stretch to put it under the Fourteenth Amendment. Yeah, and even Ruth Bader Ginsburg did not agree with Roe v. Wade. She did not agree with it at all because she says that um, because it's found in the right to privacy, that means it's not going to hold up in the long term. It's going to get struck down sooner or later. And like she, I think I know I don't know for a fact if she were alive, do I think she would uphold Roe? That's a that's a tough stretch because she no. believed in she believed it was in she she agreed that it was in place but it was why it was put in place she disagrees with so I don't know possibly would she strike it down I don't know I doubt that but there, who you don't know there's a possibility yeah you, yeah it's hard to political say. climate I doubt it yeah yeah the, this climate is crazy and and also like um like re- remember when she passed away like um. It was about a few weeks before the election when Trump um, was first heard about it. He had a rally 
and his reaction was actually genuine, unlike Biden's. Mm. Like he actually yep. called Trump called her an amazing woman and says that she, her legacy will live on forever. And like, um, and do you remember like when that when after she passed, the Democrats in the media went after Trump and the Republicans because they because they because like it was so close to the election. They did not want them nominating another a Republican justice because they knew it would tip the balance of the court. <laughs> yeah, they lost it. That was and so they, fun to watch. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like, yeah, and and I I gotta find that that video. I believe Stephen Crowder made a video a compilation about. It. I'm gonna find that. Give me a second right here. Mm-hmm. The the left one absolutely, and I'm gonna use a Sean Hannity word, apoplectic. <laughs> they were out of their minds with that one and um it's just it, it's just funny watching them melt down at any given time. yeah and they they have they have at this point i think it's like weekly meltdowns about something well so there, there's there's right, a lot wrong of wrong one wrong one sorry keep talking oh, oh that's right there's a lot of battles that the non-left are winning right now uh, I think the little small battles. I think Elon. We'll see what happens. He might the the deal might fall with through with Twitter, but he's exposing some potential questions and stuff. So, all right, right here, I found the okay. video right here. So give me a second. Mm-hmm. No, all yeah, right. you're, you're absolutely right. It, it, we, you know, they are winning these uh, culture wars and and stuff like that, and it's it, it's, it's yeah sad. Yeah, but here it is. Saying nothing. I want to know, what do you think? Should the Senate confirm Amy Coney Barrett? Uh, and if not, why not? Let me know in the comments below. Right, one second. One second. I'm trying to find it. Sorry about that. Right here. On's accusing a man right of here. gang rape. Right here. And this is Sorry. no longer productive. That changes the decorum. Right here. Here we go with another change of my mind. This time, the topic that's on everyone's mind. Voters should pick the president. <laughs> the president should pick the justice. To jam this nomination through the Senate is just an exercise in raw political power. Leader McConnell and the Republican Senate majority have no right to fill it. This is a man who does not care AOC. about a dying woman's final wish. Are you and Joe Biden going to pack the court if Judge Amy Coney Barrett is confirmed? Sir, I've got to ask you about packing the court. Well, sir, don't the voters deserve to know? No, they don't deserve I'm not going to play his game. Packing. You once Come again on. gave a non-answer. Joe Biden gave a non-answer. <laughs> trying to answer you the now. American people deserve a straight answer. <laughs> Some have mentioned the possibility that you and this, the House could move to impeach. We have our options. We have arrows in our quiver. That is not a mandate, and it's not democracy. It's a f***ing travesty. Terrorist Trump must be defeated, must be destroyed, and then he and his enablers and his supporters and the Amy Coney Barrett's must be prosecuted and convicted and removed from our society. He's got to honestly, you're going to have to get rid of the electoral yeah. college. Six We're going to have to blow up the entire system. Talk, 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 but saying... There you go. Like You see how they were angry about that. Like, These are the defenders of democracy too, right? <laughs> yeah. And also another point that they made in like um in twenty sixteen when Trump got elected, they were making the argument, well, when Justice Scalia died, um the Repu- the um the Democrats tried to push a, a nominee in there and like the Republicans um stopped it. Well, the thing is they had the majority in the Senate so they could stop it right then. So it doesn't matter. But um but back to their what their point they're trying to make at them. Why should they, the Republicans, do this in 2020 and Democrats can in 2020? I mean, in 2016. My view is like, um, 
I think they had the full right to do that. There was nothing in the Constitution that said they couldn't. They were in their yep. full right. So I had to, they, if they wanted to do it, they can. And plus, if they didn't try to do it, that would actually be disingenuous to the Constitution itself. Because there needs to be a, a full court there to just, to make to decide these decisions. Like, yeah, that's how the rules were. Uh, they didn't break any rules. They didn't break any law. So, yeah, smart yeah. politics. Yeah, like I, uh, well, I, it turned out that people gave Mitch McConnell too too much credit, though. I think. I mean, so people to this day still revere revere him, give him credit for it. Yeah. I'm not giving Mitch credit yeah. for for much but of I, anything. But I thank God they that Republicans stopped it because yeah. Yeah. Obama appointed Merrick Garland to the Supreme Court. Oh, oh my. like can you? I imagine call him the feckless one. He's a yeah, an embarrassment. Yeah. Yeah, can you imagine if he actually got onto the Supreme Court where we would be right now? Where all these, I'm not going to say the V word, but you know what word I'm referring to. Oh, I'd that, have that a needle sticking out of my neck right yeah, now, probably. They, they would have, they would have forced that OSHA ruling. They like, get, oh yeah, because, and it would have tipped the ruling, the 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 the, the ruling of uh, the the balance of the court to the Democrats. And not oh, only that, do... and not only that, oh. they probably would have overturned the Heller case, which guarantees us, the citizens, the right to own firearms. To personally keep oh, they would, too, they would have overturned oh, yeah. it. All that they would have been in danger, and they would have struck down every restriction on abortion as well, too. Yeah, yep. like, 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 like politics is um, is is it, it is evil. At the end of the day, politics is evil. Like, there's just no way around it. Like, no, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. it's cutthroat. Like, yeah, because yeah. because like I admit, both sides they do contradict themselves on a lot of things. But um, when you look at the end of the day, people on the right contradict themselves less, less than people on the left. That is, I've actually noticed that. Yeah. What, what what type of a contradiction would you would you give as an example? Like I'm talking about some. I'm talking. I'm like um, you you know you remember when we talked last time about Reagan signing the Immigration Control Act, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. About immigration, like we. But that was in the past. But technically, it is a contradiction, though. Technically, mm -hmm. it is. So. And Reagan even he even said later in his life that he regretted signing that. Yep. Because yep. like because it turned California from a red state to a blue state. Yep. yep. Like because the Immigration Control Act is what legalized a whole bunch of illegal immigrants. It, it did. He gave citizenship uh, willy nilly to, to about just about all of them. Didn't fix the problem. Yeah. Listen, listen. If somebody robs a bank and you don't hold them accountable, what stops the next person from robbing a bank? Nothing. Yep. Nothing. Nothing. Exactly. So it, it, by allowing illegal Im immigrants to come in, you're incentivizing more illegal immigrants to come in if, if you're not going to apply the laws, right? And and, yeah. and and that incentive creates more and it creates more travesty. You have more people dying. You have more people getting raped. You have more people getting human traffic. It's a, a, a litmus of different things that happen by allowing that type of thing. Yeah. Like, once, you start some, once you start something, you just set a, prece a precedence. So you have to align with it. Absolutely, I, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm utterly against uh, illegal immigration. I, I think immigration yeah. is good. Obviously, immigration, uh, all of us uh, pretty much are, yeah. um, but or at least from our backgrounds, right? And but illegal immigration, uh, you, you you can't. Yeah. There's got to be. Listen, it's exploitation of the illegal immigrant. At the same token, I was just having this conversation just a little while ago. Think about it. In 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 the '90s, in the in the area that I grew up in. Uh, like I said, in the 80s, it was split. Um, it was split between two types of Hispanics, predominantly Puerto Ricans and Dominicans, and then the other half was black. Everybody else was just 
really, really small. You had some 1% or less than 1% Indian, less than 1% this and that and so on and so forth. And so in the 90s, there was a huge flux of immigrants from Central America, right? I don't know specifically where, but they were, you know, of an indigenous looking type. And what happened was my father, my, my father's been in this country. I don't know how long he served in the military citizenship, et cetera. Uh, my father uh, pretty much worked in a factory his entire life, low skilled yeah. worker, uh, machine worker, machine operator. And he told me by his own account, there were illegal immigrants that were being hired by these factories, getting paid minimum wage, operating machinery that at that time should have been minimum $12 an hour. And minimum wage yeah. back then was five twenty five twenty five. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so yeah. what happens is these illegal immigrants, Number one, they're taking jobs away from the legal immigrant. Yeah. Anybody who's low-skilled worker, right? Who's a yeah. U.S. citizen, and they're being exploited because they're not getting paid overtime. They're not getting paid benefits. They're not getting paid vacation time. Yeah. There's a huge amount of exploit. The only person that benefits from illegal immigration, to be honest with you, is the person doing the hiring, that elitist yeah. uh, business owner. Yeah. Yeah. And all. Yeah. Yep. But also, some when we were talking about socialism, socialism. There was a few things that we didn't talk about, like um, that I wanted to actually touch on, if you wouldn't mind, like um, like um, in your li- in that live stream when those pe- when I was talking with Jen and Peter, I believe it was, they told they t- mm-hmm. they said when when I was talking telling them a bunch of my points, they says, well, maybe I don't believe in a minimum wage, and so that would make me a libertarian. Well, I, I wanted to like give my own my perception on it. I actually believe there should be a minimum wage. I believe that, mm. but I don't believe, but I don't believe that that it should be raised to like $15 or anything. I actually think it's good where, where it is right now, where it's like $7.25 an hour. I think that's actually pretty good. But I don't think $15 an hour is going to solve anything. Because all you would do is just create more inflation, more unemployment, and just more – the welfare state would just expand rapidly. Yeah, in most places, the true minimum wage is way higher than $7.25. Yeah. The government just needs to get out the way. Uh, There's no need for us to uh, um, set the and it's only for federal employees, but there's no need for it. And also in Samoa, when they when we when we the U.S. forced the minimum wage on Samoa, what what happened? Because what happened before we did, they had two they had uh, the tuna industry. There was two companies down there. And when we uh, put the minimum wage down there, those two companies left um, Samoa. And basically, unemployment was up. Thir- was up to I believe thirty percent of the population was on unemployment, and inflation was hot, skyrocketed. So, and I, when you put like um, a minimum wage, like it just dest- it can destroy a whole lot of things. Like, yeah, because I I found I found that out about Samoa, and like, wow, I did not know that part. The the interesting part is that when you talk about a minimum wage, right? Um, I understand why it's there. It's to abuse again these types of business owners from paying less than adequate so i understand but at the same token it's got to be appropriate it cannot be like 15 dollars 20 dollars for flipping hamburgers my gosh i mean (laughs) how much is a value meal going to cost eventually 15 the the, the actual 15 dollars right yeah that that doesn't make sense it's not sustainable for business yeah now now if a company themselves wants to have them their own wage be 15 minimum that's on them that's that they're hey they're rolling the dice that's on if if it doesn't work out hey it's they they're the ones that lose out but not the rest of us correct but you got to keep in mind there's two types of businesses right you've got your corporations like mcdonald's and stuff like that and you got your mom and pop shop 
you yeah. cannot force the mom and pop shops to go yeah. up to fifteen dollars an hour. Yeah, like you know? my cousin, my cousin, he owns a restaurant. If that happened, he would have to either fire almost all of his employees or his 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 restaurant would be shut down because he right. cannot sustain that. The bottom line is you want you want a better job or you want a higher salary, get a better job. Yeah. But like but like I said, if the company themselves want to do it, that's on them. It's their loss yeah. then. Yeah. Like 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 I like I think you do not need to be paid fifteen dollars to flip burgers. I would when I because when I used to work at Burger King when before, I did not get paid fifteen dollars an hour, and I should not be paid fifteen dollars an hour to do that. I got paid nine dollars an hour, which I thought okay, that's fair, fair, but um, you should not be. I, I should not have been paid fifteen dollars an hour there. No, I should not have been. And like I actually worked my way up from seven twenty five to where I'm making seventeen um, twenty five right now. Yeah, the the left. They they're very big on government involvement, and I think yes. that's the biggest difference. Like the answer to every problem is more government spending, more government involvement, and that's the biggest problem between the populist right and left. Like Jimmy Dore wants more government spending, Steve Bannon wants less for the most part. So we got to figure it out. I say we've got to get together, get the court. I know this sounds crazy, but vote the corporate politicians out. Yes. And then we will cut the spending and split the difference. Yeah. So you will still be able to cut spending because we won't do as big omnibus packages and we won't send 40 million to Ukraine. And then we'll say, hey, you can get some for whatever you want to do, even if it's as crazy as student loans. I'm fine with that. But then you help us get digital rights or, you know, work something oh. out. Well, Cyrus, it sounds like you're jumping onto my uh, congressional reform bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and also, you, uh, Cyrus, you told me you 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 said that you actually support universal basic income. Like, um, can yeah. you explain like um how you would um in, in, integrate that into where we are right now, please? Cause I, yeah, it's cause a, I'm it's, interested. yeah, it's a radical approach. The first thing is, I am not for introducing any new money into currency from where we are right now. So what, what that means is our universal basic income would be as high as we're willing to cut uh, basic programs. So for example, welfare. Cut welfare 100%, get rid of it. Food stamps, section eight of the you know, government, all those government programs, gone. And then take that money and use it for universal, you could even cut social security, as much as you want, it, what what it does it streamlines things. Your right now, there's so much red tape for this welfare and these programs and that programs. You don't need you don't need all that administrative red tape. Just cut a check. Every I don't care if it's a billionaire or someone who's homeless. Everyone gets a check. There's no administration. There's no questions, uh, and you go from there. I think that could help potentially even the homeless problem. Because now homeless people say it was $500 a month to start out with. Homeless people would be worth $500 a month. And maybe you could pool together and get 10 homeless people. And private industry would solve getting housing for many homeless people. For those who still want to be homeless, to me, you would make homelessness illegal at that point. Because there's no reason why you wouldn't be if you had that infrastructure. So uh, let me know. That's the basic idea of it. I mean, it gets more complicated. But let me know what you think. Uh, I'll go first. 
I actually, I do not support universal basic income. Like, um, because in my view, like, um, like say you, you said, how about $500 a month? Okay. Let's just go with that. I think that would just create an incentive for people to not work anymore. Like an unemployment would go up higher up. And here's why, because like what we have with like, um, welfare, this the welfare state right here, like, um, like I believe like, um, the, the, before the welfare state was put in, about 5% of um, single black women, um, there were only about 5% of single black mothers. But um, um, but then after the welfare state came in, it got up to like 75, 76% of that. And then white women, it, it was about 4% before the welfare state. Now it's like about 73 to 74%. And um, if you brought in everyone in for like the for like universal basic income, I think it would just create an incentive for everyone not to work. Because, because here's the thing: like, once you put universal basic income into place, like, um, like if someone was giving me five hundred dollars a month, of course I'm gonna vote for the guy that's gonna give me two thousand dollars a month. Because it's just common sense. Like, of course I'm going to do that. You guys probably would do the same too. And like, I believe unemployment would skyrocket high, and like, and jobs would just go go down severely. And like, when you talk about homeless people, what would happen is. Like, because the vast majority of homeless people are not people that are just down on their luck. That is not true. The vast majority of homeless people are drug addicts and mentally ill people. And like drug, when, if you give drug addicts like $500 a month, like they're probably doing, who knows if they're doing that in California, for instance, who knows? But um, let's just say every, every homeless person got $500 a month. Like, like um, the, the drug addicts, they're not going to use it to like buy food and stuff. They're just going to use the money to just buy drugs and, sh and shit like that. And like the people that are just mentally ill, they're not even going to know what they're doing because they're just going to be wild, crazy people and stuff like that. And like, and so I think it would just homeless people, the, the amount of homeless people would just go up dramatically as well. That's how I view that. Yeah. I, I, if it's not done right, then I would agree. I think right now, I mean, my, my take would be, you would eliminate any social safety, every social safety net currently. Yeah. Every single one, including social security. And that would get you, I've, I've done the math. You could maybe get up to, if you eliminated everything, you could get up to about a thousand dollars a month per citizen. All right. And then how would you, how would you handle like the drug addict people and, and like the mentally ill people that are homeless and stuff like that? I think you would have to because because they would be worth something now because right now they're not really worth anything to private industry. Say you did get to a thousand dollars a month, then you would you would encourage private industry to get them to be cleaned up uh, for those who want to. It would be completely voluntary. Uh, maybe they would have I don't know how that works now, but maybe they would build these recovery centers or I don't know how that would work. But at that point. There, so no matter what society you have, whether it's libertarian, socialist or capitalist, you're going to have people who are checked out to the point where they're just living on the streets. And uh, nobody wants homeless people living on their property. So I think at some point, if you provide enough of a social safety net, it has to become illegal to be homeless. I don't think we do provide enough right now. It doesn't make sense. I think we provide more than enough. For to eliminate, well, if if you think we provide enough now, then I would say you have to make homelessness illegal. Uh, There's no I, reason why it should be happening. Like um, my my view on homelessness is this: I've told Carlos this beforehand. 
like um the way to solve homelessness is that um you have to um like you have you have to force people into mandatory drug rehab and mandatory and put them into uh, asylums and stuff like that and arrest people for trespassing and stuff like that because like if you look at california all that is happening like people are just trespassing which is illegal and and they're just mentally ill people and drug addicts just on the streets particularly in skid row like and if and to make that illegal like they have they have to go somewhere so i don't know how you would do that but i actually believe that um mentally ill people and um drug addicts should be forced into into rehab i believe that because i do not want someone that's being on my sidewalk where my tax dollars go to pay for it and they're just ruining everything and they have all a bunch of garbage just on the street yeah it's it's unsafe i mean uh if you go down to any that I've been any urban, you know, city area, there's more and more shanty towns, tents up. It's just unsafe. Um, it, it really has to stop, I think. Uh, Carlos, what's your opinion on it? I haven't heard yours yet. Yeah. yeah, so there's a couple of things. You guys said some really interesting stuff and I've been listening in. Um, I think one of the things is that we try to see what giving universal income kind of looks like with the whole pandemic thing. There was a moment, and I can't speak for other states, but I can say here in Florida, uh, during the pandemic, uh, you know, Ron DeSantis, after a couple of months, he was like, all right, that's it. We're, yeah. we're done playing politics. We're, we're actually going to go by the science. And um, I mean, I got to a point prior to that where there was like every store, every restaurant had help wanted. You, you had to automatically wait like an hour to get seated another hour to get your food and they would tell you right off the bat it's like guys this is the wait time because we don't have enough people to attend you why yep. was that because they were getting checks right now in the in, I, I talked to my aunt i invited one of my aunts to my wedding um and she owns two restaurants her and and, and her husband my uncle um they have two restaurants up in virginia they were mm. telling me how stressed out they were because they could not find anybody to yeah. go and work at their restaurant um and they lived over they live over in virginia and so i mean when you give freely why does somebody have to go then and earn it so that's yeah that's something that that you it, it would be very very tricky to do and i don't think that would work out for the best because let's face it uh if i could stay home and get a check why mm -hmm. am i going to go out yeah yeah but um here like i said before like we are in a capitalist capitalist society social elements can exist in there but but um vice versa it could not so here's my here's this is the this is something social element that i heard about and actually something that i would actually be willing to, to interested to, i would actually be willing to see how it would be integrated but it would take but how you do it you would have to convince me a good way to it here's here's the idea where and we're like um let's just say like like once you become like an like once you become 18 here's what we'll do we will personally pay for you to like go out there and like um be trained in a specific like um um job whatever job you want to be want to be whatever as long as it contributes to society whatever it is we will pay for it but if you do not um succeed in it like um like say you drop out of it we you have to pay us back but if you succeed in it like um you 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 get well trained in it then you then yes we'll fully pay for it because i believe that person right there would actually be contrib contributing more to society than just being given like five hundred dollars every month i think that would actually be something cool 
Yeah, I, I think that's a cool idea. Yeah. yeah. What do you think, Carlos? Yeah, I know it's definitely an interesting concept. I think the other thing is when we talk about these things, uh, specifically when it comes to homelessness, I know you guys have mentioned that. I, I honestly don't think homelessness will ever be solved, right? Homelessness has yeah. been around since like biblical times, but, you know, since the beginning of historical history. There's, yeah, there's just people that just don't want to do the nine to five. They don't want to be confined to that type of lifestyle. They want to feel, they want to be free spirits. Saw an article a couple of years ago that talked about how over 70% of the people who are actually homeless are homeless by choice. Oh, yeah. And that was astonishing to me. I said, wow, I can't believe that. Now, one thing I do want to throw in there, especially in the moments that we're living in now with high inflation, you've got rent soaring through the roof. You've got house prices soaring through the roof. So in this case, there's there might be some at this current juncture that don't want to be homeless but have no choice because of the where inflation is now. So that's something we have to take into account too as well. Uh, yeah, well, when you got a place like California where like if you go to LA and San Francisco, there's homeless everywhere. Yes, like even, I was, I was even in, in 2016 or 2017 and I was stunned by the amount of homelessness. Yeah, and then just in San Francisco, they actually have an app on, that you can download where it shows you the the map of the city and it shows you where homeless people are taking sh- shit on the sidewalk literally there's an app about that like yeah, I, uh, yeah. california that's, that's they, out of control california is like they're in, almost encouraging people to be homeless it's like people move to california just to be homeless i found that out and yeah. and, and plus some um, with the high taxes in california it's making homeless go up further and um, until like about I believe it was about six months ago. I thought California, they were bankrupt. They didn't have any money. That's why taxes were so high. But then when I looked at it, they're the month they do have money. But the thing is, it's going to t- it's going to people to, 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 to handle the homeless situation. That's literally where all the money is going. It's not going to it, it's not they're bankrupt. The money is just going to these people managing the homeless situation there. Literally. Like Yeah, I yeah, I agree. I, I just I don't think we are, we I don't think we're aggressive enough with that. That's in these cities where it's like caring to have people be homeless, but it's become a, a hazard, a safety hazard. I have no yeah. desire. I love San Francisco. I've been to San Francisco. Last time was 2014, I think. Um, been to San Diego too. It was bad then, uh, but oh. now it's. I haven't been. I'm just looking at videos, so maybe it's over. Yeah. done but i have it, it whether it's true i have no desire to go to san francisco again yeah, until no, they clean I'm, that up i have no desire to go to california in general and mm-hmm. i'm i feel bad for places like texas and florida where all these californians are fleeing to and like ever since since this mass exodus out of california started the homeless problem in austin texas has skyrocketed literally mm. austin texas is unrecognizable oh, and here, I have fam- wow here's the interesting part uh Due to you know the influx of people coming from New York, New Jersey, California, yeah. the native Floridian is at a point where they can't afford to buy a house yeah. at this juncture, yeah. right? Because the income levels are the, the number one. The cost of living is offset, right? And and so these people are coming here selling their old. I, I, I mean, the house that I grew up in, my dad still has to this day, was built like almost a hundred years ago. You know, so if my dad sells that, it's almost Honestly, it's almost half a million dollars in the ghetto. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't make sense. So he sells that, comes down here and gets a brand new house, and he still gets some change in his pocket. 
and and yeah, like um, I'll, when I talk to a bunch of lefties leftists about the California ex mass exodus, they they say one of two things. They say one, there is no mass exodus because like the population hasn't gone down, which isn't true because just a couple years ago, California had forty million people. Now they have thirty eight million people. And the other argument they make is that, well, the only reason they're not leaving California because of the policies, they're leaving because they can't afford houses there. Uh, that's a policy. That's a policy issue. And and, pl- and plus some. Um, and when you, and when they go to these places, they vote for the same policies that ruin California. Yep. Like it's a mental illness. That's what it is. They just don't yeah, the cal- yeah, the the laws also with these um, district attorneys, uh, you know, in California, loosening up some of the the laws of theft and things like that. It's become a little bit um, outrageous. Yeah, yeah, you know okay. Brett. Yeah, you know Brett. Yeah, Brett Pella, right? You guys know who uh, no, Brett Pella is. He's a no. he's a he's a he's a comedian, but he also oh. does these funny videos where like um he's done videos like Californians moving to Texas or Florida. But he also made um, a video called "What What Christmas Shopping Is Like in California," which I gotta show you guys that because you guys are literally gonna laugh your asses off when I show you this. Like <laughs> I, you're gonna like I gotta show you this right here. <laughs> All right, you two, Christmas, Christmas, shop, wait, shopping in California, right here. You're gonna laugh laugh at this, right right here, this video. Man, oh, that dude! Yeah, you're gonna, you guys are gonna laugh your asses off when you see this. Man, I don't know what it is about this time of year. The taste of eggnog, the sound of broken glass ringing through the air, the smell of a fresh looting. It's Christmas <laughs> in California. <laughs> Being able to take whatever I want from any store I want, whenever I want, kind of makes it seem like. Every day is Christmas. Yeah, I used to smash and grab out in Georgia, but they have too much prison there. So I came to California. <laughs> Good times at this Walgreens last week. <laughs> yeah, ever since California implemented the very progressive policy of not prosecuting shoplifters, it's made my Christmas shopping more affordable than ever. Look, smash and grab looting isn't like a thing. It, it's more of like a concept. Hey, hey, rob you later. You know, I could get this shirt for my cousin. My mom would love this. No, no, I'm okay. No, I don't need any. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, yeah, yeah. People think what we do goes against what the holidays are all about. But like, look at the Grinch. I mean, the Grinch looted an entire city and everybody loved it. I got my nephew nine left-footed shoes and a Louis Vuitton purse. I think he's gonna love it. Look, I've lived in California my whole life, okay? I've stayed safe throughout this entire pandemic, which we're still at the very beginning of. So I obviously also stay safe while I shoplift. I wear my mask. I wear my other mask. I wear my third mask. It's more to be ethical with your Christmas shoplifting. That's why I always bring my own reusable bag to help protect the environment. And I don't think we get enough credit for all we're doing during this climate emergency. And I'm happy to show my back car to any store. No, no, it's okay. That way I can let everybody around me know that I care about their safety. Okay, cool. Thanks, man. Sorry. Free shoplifting bags. <laughs> I'm glad we're decriminalizing crime. I think that's going to help society become more inclusive for people who want to live without consequences. Uh, stealing, please don't use that term because it's stigmatizing. <laughs> you know, we don't just steal for the material benefits. I mean, it also keeps us in great shape. 
you know, the cardiovascular exercise that you get from <laughs> smash grab looting a store is basically like running a marathon. I mean, yeah, the limit is $950. So anytime we see something that's more expensive than that, we just take it out together. <laughs> Perfect. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. So for me and my stolen goods to yours, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. <laughs> oh, my God. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> like that—that's—that's that's what it is like. That's what it's like. It's literally what's happening. I mean, I know the satire, but it's literally what's what we see, at least in the anecdotal videos that I've seen. Yeah, like he's done so many funny videos. Like, um, like even he and that other guy—they even did a video about. I try to wear this dead people doing something like a funny video about a parody about it doing. Oh. B-O-T-E-I-N-G. That they made a parody video about that. <laughs> and literally saying that they continue to do it to this day. Like mm -hmm. that's what the that's what the entire video was about. Right? Like literally, like this is the thing with the left. They think all comedy is bad, pretty much. Like oh, yeah. you remember you remember the Joe Rogan and um uh Caitlyn Jenner thing that like when he made a joke about about Caitlyn Jenner and uh, like um what was his name? Uh, what was his name? Who was Bruce? Kim? Uh, no, not no, not that. Um, who was uh, oh. Kim Kardashian? Who, who was Kim's ex-husband? Um, what's his name? Kanye. The Kanye. He made a joke yeah. about Kanye and Caitlyn, basically saying like um, the reason Caitlyn became, oh yeah, I'm not gonna say that, but um, that the reason Caitlyn became that was because like surrounded by crazy bitches and basically. Basically, did a, a joke about Kanye being around crazy bitches because the Kardashians are, and basically saying they're whispering in his ear, saying all these things like, and basically like he's becoming like them. So mm -hmm. that that was the joke he made. Like, um, I don't think Joe was being serious with that. He was just making a joke about it. Like, mm -hmm. so, so yeah, like it, like you can view it how you want, but he was not trying to offend anybody. I mean, comedy is offensive. I mean, and, uh, I mean that's what it's meant to be, and it's meant to be entertaining, yeah. right? Yeah. If, if yeah. you get, let me tell you something. Again, this this culture that we're living in, I don't understand. You know, when I first started working at a particular bank, it was actually the collections department. I mean, I mean, we had it was a group of us. We were friends, and we just told the most racial jokes back and forth. They would say this about Hispanic, and I would say this about black. And everyone, ha ha ha! We were all cracking up. Yeah. You can't do that now because it's like, oh my gosh, HR would be having a, a fit, you know? Yeah. It's comedy. We ne we never said it intentionally, like to harm. It was it was yeah. entertaining, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm into dark comedy, like very dark comedy <laughs> stuff. That I could stuff I could not say on this on this on this stream because, like, the moment I said this, this channel would get taken down like that. Because I, <laughs> yeah. And also, I took a I took a lot of inspiration from Jimmy Carr. You guys know who he is. He is one of the he yeah. is the most offensive comedian there's ever been. Like, um, I can't <laughs> say some of his jokes, obviously, but the I'll send you the link to the most famous one he has done. I'll I'll send you the link. Give me a second, right here. Like, I'm gonna well, show you. Why, like, while uh, you're doing that, Osiris, did, have you ever seen? I'm sure you have. Have you seen uh, the Bad Boys Two movie? Yes. Mm -hmm. You remember the part where you've got the two Cuban detectives and they're always going back and forth with jokes with uh, with Will Smith and Martin Lawrence? 
right? Yeah. And there's this one scene where he's like, hey, it's high tide. Shouldn't you be going to pick up your relatives? <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard that I'm dying out of, and that's that's comedy and and you play that today to this generation they'll get offended like oh my gosh you know it's like it's comedy relax yep and it actually it well I think the reason why there really is an attack on comedy because it actually brings us together Adam Schultz uh, is one of my favorites right now and he's one of the few guys who's been able to navigate this where he doesn't get canceled, but he's not woke either. You know, he's, he's not like anti-woke or anything, but he's found the right balance. Yeah. And right. yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to you got it? Up Adam Schultz. Yeah, I, yeah I, sent you guys, Schultz, yeah. I sent you guys the link in the private chat. Take a quick look at it because it's dark, mm -hmm. but it, yeah, like, just take a quick look. Mm -hmm. I, it's on YouTube, though. Yeah, but see, but you'll see, though. <laughs> yeah he's uh, this is as a black person like um i i don't have any comment on it though i don't it doesn't bother me at all man. yeah it's a, not me <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i can understand it. it the thing is intent like if you yeah. have like you know ill intent then that, that's a different and that's what people assume that you have ill intent now yeah, like um, he clearly, he like that, like he said even stuff like um a whole lot of stuff, like he said uh, gay and LGBT jokes like that, like like stuff like that. He goes all in. Like I don't even think mm -hmm. like, and he's actually I'm British, British too. So mm -hmm. when he said when he said he says it with the accent, and he just goes by mm -hmm. it, and like he doesn't care about anything. Like, I think I think the biggest mistake was, and I don't know where this started, but the the apologizing. Like, oh, I offended you. Oh, I'm so sorry. And so what it happened is it unintentionally gave the left so much more power than what they deserved, right? And yeah. now you've got all these people, and it's apology, apology. You can't say this. It's apology. You can't say that. It's apology. And now comedians are even being careful with what jokes they make on stage because they don't want to get attacked, like what happened with uh, Will Smith and uh, uh, what's the other guy's Chappelle. name? Uh, Chris Rock. Yeah, Chappelle. Yeah, and yeah, also yeah, Chris Rock. Oh, and now it's Dave Chappelle, correct. Mm -hmm. And Joe, Joe Rogan, he the the mistake he made was apologizing when the left came after him for saying the N word. Like, um, mm -hmm. I look, I watched the compilation of of Joe saying the N word, and like, and they t it was taken out of context. So I went back and rewatched a bunch of those of those episodes, and when he was saying it, he was saying it in a different context, like um, saying, oh well, well about about like saying like um, certain words are offensive, and that word just came up, so. Yeah, he he wasn't trying to offend anybody, but no. Yeah, I think it's yeah. They, 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 they original points. It's intent. Yeah, yeah. Like that pure. Yeah, yeah. And also, yeah, they literally like, just clipped the word. They didn't even give you the context. They just clipped the word. Yeah, and then when that when that compilation came by, someone made a whole compilation of the Young Turks saying the N word over and <laughs> <Yeah>. over. <laughs> like, I'll send you guys yep. the link on Twitter. I'll send. Like, give me a second. Oh, I'm yeah, find I've them. seen it. So I, yeah, I'm curious, I've, Osiris, what's your what's your view on on the N word in general? It's just a word. I mean, this I'm a grown I'm a grown ass man. There's no word. I don't know how people give power to a word. Like if like if somebody calls you a banana or an like it's just a word. I, I really 
Uh, I think there, but here's what the problem is. There is a lot of unresolved, I, you know, my parents are Jamaican. So black Americans look at me differently because I'm first, first generation here. And I am different in many ways. And there are many black Americans who are descendants of slaves who are, who have really not been able to get over slavery. It's very, it's very hurtful, the topic. And that's the reason why critical race theory has been so successful. Critical race theory, critical race theory could not be successful in our country if black people didn't support it or ignore yeah. it. Yeah. And the reason why they support and ignore it is because they think it will help with that pain of slavery. And the N-word, it, it really bring, triggers that pain. Yeah. A lot of black people have changed it and put an A on it. And the yeah. reason why they did that is, you know, that dates, you know, going way back. But the reason why they did that is to take away the harm that that word brings. So for mm -hmm. me, I don't I couldn't care less. Well, you call me a name. I'm, I'm a grown man. Why do I care about a name? But it is very hurtful for many people. And and yeah, being half black, I'm um, like, I agree. Like it, it is very hurtful now. Like um, if you call like I, I I'm going to be honest, I've been called that when I was younger. I have been. But like um, I, I, I have thick skin, so I can handle it. So like, like you, you're, if you're trying to make me mad, like okay, I'll just, you can have that opinion. I'm just not gonna talk to you or be friends with you. So I, I just walk away because like I don't want to start anything. I, I, because like I try to avoid violence like that. Now, if you're intentionally trying to harm me or my family, then yes, there is going to be violence. I don't care. There's no, there's no getting around that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you go on Gab, I don't know if you all use Gab at all. Gab will you will, you will you see? Do you use it? Yeah. Yeah. The N word is very plentiful on on Gab, and it is what it is. There's all kinds of words there, and that's the way it should be. You should be able to block people if you don't want it. But um, I think that should be allowed on Twitter. If you don't like it, you block people. They can give you all kinds of filtering out. But yeah. um, in in my in personal life i've only heard it like with the hard er a few times in my whole yeah. life and it, yeah. i just couldn't care less. Yeah. now it does it does let me know i gotta watch yeah. out i don't know if this person is yeah. aggressive or whatever else yeah. but the word i don't care yeah i have friends and even family that use the one with the a on it they call they call themselves oh, it all that they call themselves yeah. it all the time they say all oh, this yeah and like literally they, they say it all the time so Car so carl you see how silly that is it's like Okay, if you say it the N word with the A, yeah, yeah. it's okay. If yeah. you say it with the ER, whoa, 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 it's just a word. You're changing like you know two letters yeah. at the end of it. It's okay. it's really silly. And yeah. that's why I was asking the question because I'm very interested. Mm. I, I like I said I, I've already shared where I grew up. It was split, right? But um, mm. the influence of the rap culture was throughout the entire uh, city. I grew up listening to rap music, hip hop, R and B. That's what I that's what I grew up Same in here. my teenage years. And so it was really quite striking to see the usage of that word offend people that use it in their everyday language. Yeah. You know, they get easily offended when it's when somebody else says it, but they say it all the time. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Isn't that the definition of hypocrisy? Yeah. So, yeah, it's a know, double standard that they don't yeah. want to they don't want if, if it makes you feel like you have a little bit of control. Yeah. Is what probably yeah. why they they yeah. they do that. Yeah. Oh, or like Osiris, you do you remember like a few months ago where Vosh and Hassan got a suspension from Twitch for using cr the word cracker? 
They yep. actually got yep. like, okay, like, like, okay. I'm, I don't see how that word is really that offensive. Like I talked to a bunch of white people who don't even give a, a crap about it. And I don't know why I think I find, I find it interesting because it evens the, the playing field. If you think about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But a whole bunch of other people saying that nothing happens, but those two did. Mm. For some reason, it may have just been for show. Who knows? It could be. It could because, be. because those two are very extreme leftists. Like they're like some of the most high profile leftists on YouTube. Yeah. Destiny, Especially, I like a lot. Oh, I like Destiny. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, he even destroyed Vosh in a debate about Kyle Rittenhouse. Like, because, yeah, Vosh, yeah. because Vosh was saying Kyle was a murderer and stuff like that. But Destiny yeah. was actually defending Kyle. Like, and, yep. it, it just crushed Vosh in it. That, that yeah. And like um, when uh, Destiny debated Nick Fuentes, that was actually a really good debate. Like, really good. The, the Ukraine one or which one? Yeah, the Ukraine one. Oh, yeah, it was good. I, I think Nick got him, though. But, yeah, that was a good yeah. debate. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, he's also debated Sam Cedar. Um, he's also yep. de debated a few other leftists. Like, Destiny, he's not the mainstream leftist, but he is without question leftist, though. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. He's more of an establishment He's more of a he, he believes in corporate, you know, he's all for Biden. He'll defend Biden. And yeah, he's a very corporate guy, but he's a very smart guy. Yeah. The people that have taken like um, Destiny and uh, like Bosch have been on Tim Pool's podcast and out of mm -hmm. the entire history of Tim's podcast, the only well, not just the podcast, but his videos in general, the only three that have ever taken Tim to his limits are Bosch, uh, uh, Destiny and Sam Cedar. Those are the only three of them. Literally everyone. Yeah, the Sam. Everyone, like, yeah, like, the Sam Cedar one was really good. Yeah, like I was like, wow, like, like even though I would never debate any of those three. Well, okay, I would debate Destiny because I at least respect him, but I would never date Vosh, Hassan, or Sam Cedar. No one like that because those people you cannot change their minds. And plus, yeah, like, I, I wouldn't. They're 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 well above my league. They're very. And, like I, I, they're just so knowledgeable. It's crazy. And plus, um, Sam Cedar, like, you, like, obviously with the Stephen Crowder and Ethan Klein thing, where like he literally, tr literally, tr they literally tricked Stephen into just debating. So, like, li literally. So how can I trust you going into a debate then? Yeah, no. you, Crowder could, gonna... Crowder could definitely hang with them, but yeah, they tricked him. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and he i don't think he even owes any of them any airtime because he's he, oh, has, he has he has bigger fish to fry with cnn yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he even said that himself yeah mm -hmm. and like i would i would i wouldn't even debate ethan either because like I, that guy's a coward and he and like he literally brought sam in to just up steven that's all he did yeah ethan right? doesn't have much substance now he's ever since his podcast is goofy he deleted both interviews with Jordan Peterson, and yeah. Jordan and Jordan even told him like he respected him. But the fact that Ethan is trying is caving to a woke mob that eventually one day he will not be able to please no matter what he does, and he'll get canceled himself. He put himself in that situation. Yep, exactly what happened. Yeah, yeah. I I and I used to actually watch Ethan's show a lot, but I don't anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it's gotten goofy. Yeah, like like. Have, like Carlos, have you watched any of those guys ever before? No, you don't no, even know who any of them are. I don't know who you guys are. I know uh, no. Jordan Peterson, right? Because I've oh, yeah. seen him a couple okay. times. Uh, yeah. You know, watched Ben Shapiro. Awesome. I know who Stephen Crowder is. My son, my oldest son, likes him. Oh um, yeah. You know, so I know some of those, but those other guys were 
those leftists. Honestly, I really don't care what they have to say because at the end of the day, it's a bunch of baloney, man. You know, oh. they, they come up with things that are illogical, and, and, and <laughs> it, you know, it's just stupid. It's like right is left, left is right, up is down, is down. Is it's it's absurd. And especially with illogical stuff, I'm talking you, Osiris. You know where I'm going with this illogical stuff with Bosch, where mm-hmm. he said, and I'm not joking right here, Carlos. Bosch, a leftist YouTuber, he actually said multiple times on his podcast that videos of underage people should be legal. He actually said that multiple times, and no one calls him out on it, except except a few people on the right. Yeah, it's very weird. He's a smart guy. I mean, he's really smart. Um, But, yeah, that's just weird. It's a weird position. Yeah, and like, and his audience even defends him for saying that. They're saying, you're not looking at the context. There's nothing to, there's nothing out there's there no, to justify that. There's no context needed. <laughs> Listen, we, 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 we saw, we've, we've seen in this day and age where everything is justifiable. What used to be black and white is no longer. Everything, uh, you know, the victim mentality that's going on. It's, you know, it's unbelievable. I mean, we saw that play out in 2020 with the riots. You know, who, listen, you got an issue, you want to protest, absolutely, it's very American to protest. But to go out and burn buildings and kill people and destroy things, and and all of that was justified because of whatever injustice somebody believes, and that's absurd. Yeah, like, um, you had, no one has a right to go burn anything down. Like, just, and like, you remember in Seattle when when the Summer of Love was happening, do you remember like the chop in like the Chaz um, area? Like literally, oh, yeah. all these people took over an entire section of of downtown Seattle and cut it off and saying that they're their own country now. And, yep. <laughs> and like literally, you're taking buildings and property that aren't yours. And like once you do that, you set a precedence. A precedence is what I should say. Because yep. what if someone else comes along and says like um and just and with bigger guns and, and more people and says and takes that from you from you. Because like you didn't earn any of that land, there was no court. There's no court ruling. That's not your property. So what if someone else comes and takes it from you? Great point. Yeah. Yeah. Joe Rogan made that point. I was like, wow, oh. that is a great point. Like, but that's, that's why we have laws on the book to prevent. I mean, that's we're, we're talking about. That's how it used to be back in the old old days. You come in mm. and you take whatever what you wanted to take, and it was survival of the fittest. And whoever had whoever was the more stronger person would you know and we're not we're not those people we're supposed to be civilized right oh yeah we have law and order we have we have things that help us to protect the things that we have and those things are on the book and when, and when law enforcement not only law enforcement when i think osiris you, you pointed out to the da's that are not following what they're supposed to be doing and holding these people accountable right it, it doesn't give normal people like a sense of security it's like wait a minute if somebody comes in and cries victim mentality and shoots me here they're gonna get away with it Yep. But, but but like yeah, like um once is like um once you set a precedence, like if you can get away with this, that means someone else can get away with something just as equally as bad. All right. Like and like there's been a lot of atrocities committed, like um that said these people did this and like someone else says, Well, they did this, so we can do that. Like yeah. You know what? Like it, it it's double standard all around, all around. Like if you do not have, I believe, this is why I, I say this, people need to have a code, like once, because you have to have a, a, a set of rules that you follow, and that if you, and so that you don't ever step outside of those rules, like you can have, and you can actually help, can help you move forward. 
that's actually I actually heard about that and I was like, man, that's actually something that's actually a cool, neat, good idea. That's why I have my own set of rules that I try never to never step out of bounds of them. Yeah, they they don't really view life like that. It's more emotions and what do I have the power to do? Yeah. That's, right. that's the only thing. That's 100% right. And it is emotional. And emotions can, can um, you know, I, I, I've learned that emotions are very, very powerful. It's one of the most powerful forces that we can, uh, that we have. Here, here's here's two, two examples, real quick. One example is there's a guy, he's dating a real gorgeous woman. Uh, maybe let's, let's say it's out of his league. And she's only with him for the money. He knows it. <laughs> But that emotion keeps them there, yeah. right? Beyond logic, it keeps them there, right? And so it's the same thing with, with the left. The, these people, they, they go based off of emotion despite the obvious, despite the logical, and it's just hardcore raw emotion that they can't see past. Look at the, the example that we're going through now with the inflation and the gas prices. And you, we have a stark contrast between Biden and Trump. And yet you still got people that are making excuses for Biden and calling it Putin's war and Putin's price hike and all this stuff. Yeah. Absolute garbage. I know people that I work with that say that. Wow. I mean, like, I have one guy tell me, oh, it's corporate greed because, you know, that was the talking point at one point. I said, okay, so yeah. you're going to tell me that corporate uh, corporate greed suddenly suspended for the three, four years that Trump was in office? Really? Yeah. It was like, yeah, that doesn't make sense. Like, that doesn't there will always be corporate greed. Event. There always will be. There's, like, of course there is. Of course there is. The only I mean, place that, the only time there is not corporate greed, really, well, at a much lower degree, I should say, is in a communist um, society. Because, like, um, in a communist society, you have no say. You don't have any freedoms. It's the people that are in power that make all the decisions, the decisions for you. But if that's you, how if, it is. If you analyze it, why do people? Why did the? Why does the left not like Trump? Because they don't like what he says. They don't like how he says it. They don't like his attitude. It's all emotion. Tell me about his policies. What what policy mm. don't you like? Do you not, not like making more money? Do you not like saving more money? Mm. Do you not like America first? You live in America. What policies mm. don't you like? And they can never describe it. It's all emotional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This comment's hilarious. Biden's like that grandfather who peacefully passes away, slobbering in his sleep. But the passengers in his car die yelling and screaming. <laughs> yeah. yeah thank you thor that we all needed that because we needed that comment that is a great comment man like <laughs> and, and like um and like uh, back to when you're saying about emotion and like um grievance and stuff let people make decisions based out of that like one of the biggest atrocities probably one of the i should say one of the biggest atrocities ever committed then the the holocaust the nazis the, the way the Nazis rose to power was through emotion and stuff like that it was because out of the grief of World War Two, I mean, World War One, I, I should say, because Germany was in this horrible state. And then all, all along comes this charismatic speaker. And as evil as Hitler was, he was he was very charismatic. And he actually convinced these people about uh, that, um, that about this, these ideologies. And they actually believed him, like yep. literally. Yeah, and like um, yeah, my last video actually was about the Nazis too, like because I talked about how the Nazis were socialist. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some of the same tactics that were used then um, have been, let's just say, replicated <laughs> after yeah. that time frame. Yeah, or 
Another one, Mao's Revolution. That was another mm -hmm. one. Like, yep. there's a whole bunch of the history does not always repeat itself, but it always rhymes, though. Yeah, yep. that. Yeah, that. Like, um, like what George Lucas said about Star the Star Wars movies. They don't repeat themselves, but it's like poetry. It rhymes. That's how it mm -hmm. is. And, and and like and like yeah like yeah we don't like like yeah and like also like i didn't like osiris when about my last video when i talked about the nazis were socialists i texted you before i went went and did that video mm. like um and you actually agree with me that the nazis were socialists and like because how the left has changed history to make them look like they were right-wingers not socialists well it's because it's they're not they were nationalists yeah national so the, the left yeah, the, the left says anyone who's a nationalist is a right winger, is what their, nope. their position is. <laughs> I, would I would like to see them apply that to the Latin countries because Latin people are very nationalistic. Yeah. That's yeah. why they came up with the Latin X term to kind of say, hey, you can be with us now. Yeah. Uh, Latino X people, or whatever. I, yeah, I actually told the people that I work with, I said, you guys call me Latin X and I'm going to get offended and I'm going to call HR on you guys. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah the nazis were socialists and and like yeah. and like um the left um they they like um they they get offended when anyone says that the nazis were socialists they say no they were they were right wingers when um you look at all their policies like um they they were clearly socialists like they even said they were socialists hitler gave a speech saying that they oppose capitalism and, and that they are and they, they are full socialism. That is what he actually gave a speech about that. Yeah, yeah. Socialism sucks. Yeah. That's the bottom line. Uh, Vladimir Lenin said it best: "The goal of socialism is communism." Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, my even my mom can attest to that. She saw it. She witnessed it. She lived it. Right. It's not like she read it in a history book. She actually lived it with machine guns pointed at her head from the Cuban government, she mm. lived it. She was taken out, her, my aunts, my uncles, my, my grandfather's properties were taken. He had three properties and he had his own business and it was all overrun. His business was actually destroyed and the three properties were taken away from him. So my mom lived it and she can tell you it's exactly how it started. And and yeah, like um, whenever, and also th another thing about socialism, we, when when uh, when we talk, when the Democrats say it's not socialism, it's democratic socialism. Democratic socialism mm -hmm. always becomes national socialism. That's just how it is. And like I, I, I point, I always point out another thing. Look at Venezuela. That was democratic socialism. And then their argument is always this: Well, you look at the foreign and economic policies and tariffs that the U.S. put on Venezuela. That's how it didn't work out. Uh, yeah. What policies are they referring to about that? There's no policy that forcing you to, to force people into starvation. No. And like mm -hmm. they were forcing that. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, it, it was obvious. The downfall of Venezuela was obvious because, and I actually didn't know this up until last year where I was watching a documentary with my father-in-law. And I thought that Chavez and Castro became friends after Chavez's election. And it was actually beforehand based on a documentary. <laughs> oh, but... And I was like, wow, no wonder. Uh, no wonder it fell, and no wonder people were warning about its demise. Yeah, and and also like um, when um, uh, Castro took over, I heard this story. It was actually from Ted Cruz, and he said that um, he because he's Cuban, 
and he has relatives that were that were down there in Cuba when it happened. And like one of the story, the story he says that um that the that when it became like um socialist or communist, like um this um um Castro soldiers literally went into schools and look and went into classrooms and told the kids um um uh of something about pray to God for candy. And they closed their eyes and prayed to God for candy and they opened and there was nothing there, just the soldiers. Then they told them, close your eyes and pray to 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 uh, to Del Castro. They they closed their eyes and prayed, and there was candy right in front of them on the desk. Clearly, they were because they were indoctrinating them. That's how it's all started. That's yeah, I, I, I've never heard that story. It's fascinating, but but I know from a fact from family members that were over there that um, America's evil. Uh, Cuban Americans are traitors. Yeah. Um, the Cubans that live here are traitors. Yeah. And so mm -hmm. that's how they should be seen. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 like um you have not in just um like um Cuba, Venezuela, but also in the Middle East, you have all these people that are burning American flags and chanting death to America. Okay. What are, you see, these people actually believe this. It's not like that they're in it's not that um that they're just doing it out of fear. They truly believe this stuff. Mm -hmm. They truly do. The common and, denominator here is division. You divide the people, and you have, and the government, or the people in power re, will remain power. They'll obtain it, and they will remain it. And that's why that's why all of this race baiting happens from the left because they don't want to see us all unified. Yeah, they they don't want to see us. Uh, to to Osiris's point, right? There are certain black conservatives that are not considered black. Yeah, they're not real black people. Right? Yeah. And me, I asked my, because I'm half black and I'm conservative. And I asked, what was I? Then I'm probably just half, then I'm probably just um, half, half uh, uh, whatever. That's oh, probably I, the, what I. I don't know like, about you, but I, I've been labeled a white supremacist. So. I've been called a racist <laughs> for just, I've been called a racist just for having my abortion opinions. Racist and sexist. Wow. In the wow. stream too. People commented in the stream saying that. Wow. <laughs> like, I, I was actually laughing at it because like, oh my God like it's incredibly stupid yeah and back to the point where like people in other countries are burning american flags and chanting death to america but at the same time you have this here like during the summer of love there were people that were burning american flags and chanting death to america like you I, there were a whole bunch of videos about this like and when they when i saw videos and photos of people burning the american flag you have no idea how pissed i got no idea yeah, like if you hate America, leave. Leave. Yeah. That's the bottom line. Why are you here then? Literally, why are you here? The gravy train, the benefits, mm -hmm. right? Well, like, like and I. The reason why socialists won't go to a socialist country and live over there. Well, here, here's the main reason. This place is so good, even the haters don't want to leave. Of course not. <laughs> of course not. I, yeah. Be, like, why? Like you said, you offered people a plane ticket to Venezuela, and you had no takers. Not one. But I mean, it, it, listen, no country's perfect. Every yeah. country has its history, uh, good and, and bad. Uh, yeah. The, the point is we progress, right? Like I said before, we have people literally dying to get in here. Yes. They're literally dying. They're either crossing an ocean, swimming across it, or they're going through the mountains, the deserts, the rivers, whatever the case may be. And you have zero people trying to sneak into socialist countries. Yes. <laughs> it, 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 
it's embarrassing when you look at the, look at it at the end of the day. Like, um, if you hate this place and you don't leave, then yeah, like I don't, we don't have a right to say you can't be here, but um, you shouldn't be here then. Like, I only I don't want people here that hate this country because I love this country. I, I my grandfather and his brothers and I have another and I had a bunch of other relatives that fought for this country. Like and like and like their memory is actually being disgraced by these people that are saying this is a racist country. There's nothing redeemable about it, and and they're calling death to America. Yeah, I'd rather deport those people and import the immigrants that want to be Americans that wave the American flag proudly for freedom. And and yeah, like I don't have the flag in here in my in the studio, but I have it in my in my living room. Like literally, it's the centerpiece of my living room. Like. No, no one is allowed to touch it except me. No one. But to make up for it, I have I have the "Don't Tread on Me" flag in here, and also a bunch of Trump flags and that "F Biden" flag. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember showing that flag to each time I had you guys on. I showed you guys it, and you guys laughed at it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm also mm-hmm. consider I'm also considering getting "Let's Go Brandon" tattooed on me. <laughs> I'm, I'm considering it. <laughs> I'm, I'm either getting it tattooed on my forehead or on my well, <laughs> my face, on my face or on my arm, so that if it gets on my forehead, every every leftist or socialist that sees it has to look at it every time they see me. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm considering it. I'm not saying I will, but I'm considering That's it. That's funny. That's that funny. Yeah, but I'm also gonna th- get the "Don't Tread on Me" flag tattooed on my arm, though. The, That's the, dope. The the, the, the the snake and the word, because mm-hmm. I truly believe: do not tread on me. Do what you want, but don't mess with me. No. Yeah. Because you're gonna you're gonna find out what happens when you mess with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I pr- I'm pretty like you guys. Like um, you guys. I actually think you guys are both patriots. Like um, you guys like. Osiris, you're a libertarian, but you are, but you are a patriot. Not because like you do this channel and you actually, you're not establishment. You actually call out the BS on both sides. Carlos, even though you don't have a show, you still actually have these these opinions, and you actually want to start a show eventually to start getting these opinions out. So you guys are a pa- are patriots. Yeah, I actually uh, think Carlos. I just found out about your channel. I think the culture of doing what you're doing with the animation is it's far more important than politics. Yeah. Oh, that's where, that. yeah, yeah. that's how you, you, you raise kids in, you know, the mentality of here, I want to do this. I want to aspire to do this. I want to be a storyteller. I want to draw pictures. And then the politics forms from there where they're independent. Yeah. Well, the beautiful thing is that my story is woke free. Uh, mm-hmm. It's, it's mm-hmm. just basically, classic storytelling, right? Developing yep. the character, letting the story, taking you on an adventure, an imaginary adventure, right? Uh, yeah. Without any type of uh, political, even though I'm, I obviously I'm, I'm on the right, yeah. I don't inject right-wing stuff. Into no, it either, you should not. You know what I mean? I just yeah. think but it's that, That's powerful. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard yeah. to find something that's not woke or has a little bit of wokeism in it. It's hard to yeah. find that. Oh, and on a side note, Carlos, I'm actually I'm actually going to donate the remaining forty dollars to your GoFundMe so I can get that Blu-ray. <laughs> Sounds good, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, 
Yeah, because like, because like, um, the, he's actually they're actually releasing the unrendered unrendered version on YouTube. But at but at the end, when they get all when they get ready to do the sequel, they're gonna render out the first one and just release and just send out copies to people who donated a certain amount. Yeah, as a thank you gift, of course. Yeah, and you mm -hmm. also put a thank you note at the very end of the credits too. That's correct. So, yeah. and, and going back to what you were saying about being a patriot, um, I am a patriot. I love my country. I was yeah. the first, first generation, like Osiris. Um, like I said, my father did serve in the military, and um, I, I unfortunately did not. Uh, it, it, it's it's a bit of a regret, but at the same token, when I wanted to serve, which was right after 9-11, I wanted to enlist. Uh, based on the events that took place, uh, I was extremely political, and, and maybe it was the right decision i don't know but i do love my country and uh should something happen i will defend it yeah i've already talked to my kids about it i've been talking to my kids since say 2014 i say hey if 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 stuff goes down dad's gonna get involved and i want you to know if something happens to me i'm fighting for your freedoms yeah freedoms of my fellow comrades and patriots Oh yeah, like um, none of us here aren't. We're never in the military, but all of us are patriots. The three of us and other people, because we're because like um, we're actually just doing our shows, and you eventually do your podcast. But because we're getting our the word out, like um, like we have like me personally, I even though because I have a bunch of military, a bunch of relatives that are in the military, I never went in, but I have that military bloodline because, and I'm actually using it because I'm actually getting the, these messages out. And I'm using it to do that. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. All right. Uh, we're going to um, let this go in, a, in about a minute or so because you guys need to get some sleep and you need to take care of your kid. And I got to <laughs> do a couple of things, too. But like, mm -hmm. um, but like um, before we go, like something, another thing, we should do this again, all three of us. Like, oh, um, for sure. Maybe not just maybe not just on my channel, but even on Osiris's channel, too. Because I think Absolutely. that would be good. Because you're, because so, so the rest of your audience can 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 meet, meet, know who we are, or yeah, or even an, or even another thing, you can have um Carlos on your channel to just YouTube talking. Because that would be a whole lot of interesting stuff to hear about. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I like to talk about the, you know, the background, the animation, politics. It's very interesting. Yeah, you should check after this stream. You should probably take a quick look at it at some of the things they've done because it's a it's a lot of really good stuff. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. The, the the cool thing is it's all being done voluntarily, just out of passion. We yeah, have a team of, of folks. Uh, some are overseas. Uh, wow. Like for instance, our storyboard artist is over in the UK. Our character, our senior character designer, is over in China. Nice guy. I feel bad for him. He. he He's not part of that China regime. Uh, he would share with me some of the things, uh, some of the pain mm. that he feels from being underneath their oppression. And I felt mm. so bad for the guy uh, on a personal yeah. level, but very talented oh. artist. Mm -hmm. But, but, but yeah, like um, a lot of the, th and like, if you look at all these animatics, like these are just people doing this in their spare time. They're not, there's nothing professional about this. It's just wow. them on their laptops doing this literally. Wow. And, and, and like this, and like they've actually done a lot of stuff that looks close to the original Transformers Prime show, like that intro that they did like about five or six years ago. Yeah. Like, who's, it looks almost who's doing? Like, who's doing the voice? Is are you sampling that or? Yeah, we had a bunch of people audition, and based on where I heard their voices, I would select them, and they they lend wow. their talent. 
Uh, wow. oh, oh, before we go, Carlos, do you mind if I show you that intro you guys made a few years ago about it? Like, like a quick thing. So before we go, so Osiris can see yeah. like how they've done this. Uh... This is cool stuff. Well, I grew up with Transformers, so I'm <laughs> I'm biased. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Transformers. Osiris, is... do, do you mind if I ask uh, when were you born? Uh, seventy-seven. Seventy-seven. So we're contemporary in yeah. age. Awesome. Yeah. My my mm -hmm. parents were born in seventy-seven as well. Oh, good. Stop, good. Ray, shut up. You made us feel old. I know. <laughs> but yeah, this is that intro they, that these guys made. And Carlos, um, their his company is called well, it's their little animation thing. They call it Prime Animations. But um, this is their intro for the for this project. Take a quick look at it. It's awesome. Mm. Like, yeah, this is really stuff. good stuff. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. But, but like, yeah, that is really cool stuff. Nice. Thank you, guys. Appreciate that. Yeah, sometime we actually got to do an entire episode, the three of us just talking about Transformers and nothing yes. else. Yes, yes. Transformers is my favorite thing of them all. The, the thing that comes closest to it is probably right underneath it is Star Wars. But mm -hmm. Star, I've fallen out of love with it the last couple of years, though. Mm -hmm. but but yes transformers is number one for me always has been always will be yeah yep same here. Uh, all right we're gonna wrap this up right now so that we you guys can get some sleep but um before we go osiris where can they find you at uh you can find me on uh youtube you can find me on twitter youtube i picked a, a bad name I, d I don't know any marketing so I just started a channel, pick Stuck in the Middle. That's where I'm at. So it's hard to find me. If you search Stuck in the Middle Critical Theory, I have a video on Critical Race Theory. You'll probably see me pop up. But, but your subscribers have jumped up dramatically up to 30,000. Like literally, you're, you have 30, because just a couple weeks ago, you had like 8,000 subscribers. Now you have 30,000. Wow. And, it's, and, it start, and it started when you posted that video of Amber Heard snorting coke at the Johnny Depp trial. <laughs> <laughs> That, well, that allegedly, video. we don't we don't know what she was inhaling, but it's, want, it's looked like I she want, inhaled something. All right, before we go, I want to check that out. Just one. This I, this oh, yeah. will be the last thing. The oh, last. Oh yeah, thing. yeah. So this you seen it, Carlos? I, I saw I saw the video itself, not yeah. on your channel, but I've seen the video oh, yeah. for doing it. <laughs> yeah, it's the same and video. I, so and I do want to subscribe to your channel too. Uh, I'll, I'll oh send, yeah, I'll, yeah I'll send you the link right here in the private in the private yeah, chat. Please, because <laughs> I, I really I, I really get into that critical race. Theory stuff. There it is. It's very interesting. There, there you go. It's I just sent it in the private chat. If you guys, okay, perfect. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay, all right, we're going to look that up real quick, then we're going to go. Oh, you're 30.7K now. Good, great job, man. All right, oh, thanks, yeah, just... Oh, that Elizabeth Warren video got you 8.6,000. So, yeah. yeah, if you if you upload shorts, uh, that yeah. that does help, yeah. Yeah, also, your that video right here has... 169k views all right let's watch this quick video so we guys so we all can get so we all can get some sleep because i i yeah <laughs> this is right a funny here. one to end on right see <laughs> and look wow. she's snorting wow that's a boss man that she, there's a judge right next to her that's also, a boss move and also did you hear the part where she says like i'm Johnny was um was drunk and he had like a jar of cocaine, and then Johnny whispers to his lawyer and says a jar of dirt. <laughs> so that's that one scene in Pirates of the Caribbean um two, oh, oh, where he says like I got a jar of dirt, I got a jar of dirt, and guess what's inside it? <laughs> she, she looked like she was snorting something to me, man. Yeah. I, I, like Johnny Depp, he lost his entire career thing because of her, like all of it. Yeah. We, like, we should we should definitely do a topic on double standards regarding sex yeah, yeah yeah all three of us like uh we'll have to schedule this up for like maybe next month all three of us can get together again like um i'll yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll contact you both again but probably like in a, a day or two like we'll set it up for like next month so we can get a breather in for, so for the next one cool so yeah, uh, yeah, Osiris, sure. i went ahead and subscribe to your page man oh thank you yeah i already subbed up to yours and i want <laughs> <laughs> oh carlos did you subscribe to me what was that? Did you subscribe to me, Carlos? I did. I sure did. I All subscribed right. to you way back when, when you first talked to, uh, uh, what was that guy from Orlando? Adam Francisco. Yes, yes, Adam Francisco. Uh, yes. Osiris, you should check out Adam's channel and reach out to him because he does a lot of collabs too. Oh, really? Uh, I'll, 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 uh, this will be the last thing. I'll just get to that and then I'll, yeah, cause, like, give me one second. Uh, where is it? Right here. I'll, I have the ch his channel in the description below. Okay. This guy, Adam Francisco. Right there. Go subscribe to his channel, man. Yeah. So like yep. about so like about either tomorrow or the next or the next day, I'll contact you guys about. We'll set a, a time up for like next month. So, yeah. So we yeah, can for go sure. Because I this is actually my favorite episode we've done. I've done yeah. before. Because like I've had more, because I've had two guests on, they give different perspectives on things, and it's yeah. worked out really well. <laughs> and we've been talking for about three hours and thirty-seven <laughs> minutes. Yeah, this is only the second longest episode. The, the longest episode I did oh. was with Don Carlos the first time, and that episode oh, wow. was five. And that episode was five hours. Wow, that's a record. Five I've hours? never. This is probably five my hours. Yeah, that. Wow. That, that, Look, I'll show, I'll show, I'll show, I'll show you it. I, I, this will be. I, I thought it was only three. My goodness. <laughs> and th that was that's my second favorite episode. This one's my favorite now. Like, uh, <laughs> wow. yeah, give me a sec. Like, see, F five hours wow. and seven minutes. Wow, I didn't even realize it. No <laughs> wonder I was so tired the next day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got to do this again, like next month. So I'll contact you yeah. and we'll set this up. So sounds good. Uh, yeah. All right, all right. So it was nice meeting you, man. Uh, all right, all right. Nice Carlos. Be you. Before you go, Carlos, where can my audience find you at? 
uh, on my YouTube channel, Prime Animations. Yeah, okay. Uh, you guys, your audi- the audience, you can subscribe to this video. Um, like, um, like, I mean, subscribe to this channel, my mistake. Like this video, share it, and turn on notifications so we can beat the YouTube algorithm. Because this algorithm is what destroys our channels. Because I'm shadow banned as hell, and I'm pretty sure Osiris is shadow banned as hell as too. I'm pretty sure about that. Also, subscribe to me on Rumble, BitChute, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, and Google, and and RSS. Yes, that's a whole lot of stuff, but yeah. All right, guys. I'm Ray. This is Carlos and Osiris from the Ray Infinity Show number 30. Catch you guys later. Peace! (laughs)